let's start the show! What the hell was that? It's February 16th, 2012. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. I'm Will Smith. Joining me today in this small, sweaty basement room, as always, Norman Chan. How you doing? I'm. I was doing a lot better the first intro that we did. Oh, don't the worry. First take. Don't worry. I, I'm the gonna, second intro was yeah. disappointing in a completely different way. No, this just disappointing. Period. Hmm. You you rush the intro. Uh, Gary was not as enthusiastic as the first take. Everything about that was poor. I was I was enthusiastic the first time, and then Will totally undermined my confidence by criticizing what I did, and so I, I just I didn't want to try anything else. Don't worry, I'm going to cut the bad one into the final podcast so that the people are who people will be even more be confused. Really, really yeah. confused. Oh, okay, this is why you got to watch it live. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're here today. It's uh, open to everybody, so that's good. Uh, everybody around the world could be watching us right now instead of doing really? other constructive things. Yeah, I opened it up. Oh, I figure we do we do five pieces of premium member only content a week. Let the people have their podcast live. That's well, what I say. The premium describes the member content, not the, the member part, not the actual content. Yeah, no, no, part. nothing to do with premium content. Well, and also by letting, letting everyone listen and see how fun it is to be part of the live experience, maybe uh, people will sign up to to get it every week. Yeah, they get get the straight juice. From, it's like crack. From, from, you from give the, you give you give them a little sample, and you know they're going to come back for more. You've been watching Breaking Bad again, haven't you? The Wire. Oh, okay. Same. Oh. Same. Had you not watched it before? No, I've watched oh, it okay. many times. I'm just Will has never watched it. Back. No, I, when it's I on make my a, list. when I make a drug reference, it's probably either from The Wire or Breaking. Well, and right. you know, both of those shows are shows that once you stop watching it, or immediately after you stop watching, your lexicon changes. Yeah. So you want everything that they they use, the words they use, you want to apply it to everyday life. Yeah, but so you, you can't want to pull that your, off. You got to cool. talk about reups. You got to talk yeah. about. Got to get your reup. <laughs> WMD. Can you imagine a Breaking Bad, The Wire crossover? Oh They're such dis- different universes, though. They, really. they are very different universes. No, Walt, no, no. Walt moves to Baltimore and tries to take uh, take over the corners. Yeah. Why not? I mean, that's yeah. what happens. It's where Wallace went. Like that, that's that's where Breaking Bad gets interesting is where they break into the – where they're getting into parts of the drug trade because it seems like it would be relatively straightforward. You make the drugs and then you sell them. Well, can you imagine if Mr. Uh, um, uh, Los Poyos Hermanos showed up there? He Ver- versus Omar. Versus Omar and um, – wow. what was the name of the young kid that, that caused all the trouble at the end who took over the town? What was oh, his name? Oh, uh, the, the new gang. Um, I forget his name. Yeah, the uh, uh, Stanfield. Marlo. 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 Marlo Stanfield. Oh, what a what a oh. motherfucker he was. God. The worst of all. He was the worst. He was awful. <laughs> oh. Great show. I, I need to watch The Wire. I'll lend you the uh, box set if you want to oh, yeah, have a I'll look totally at it. Oh, yeah, through it. I, um, I, there was one of those shows where every, I got tired of people making a face at me Yeah, every time. I, I'm at that place now. Well, you can get it. Just watch it all on HBO Go. You've got HBO Go, right? I have it hooked up to the TV, though. It's a big pain in the Oh, ass. okay. Um, you have to be one mentally committed to not only, like, uh, the language. I'm okay with bad language. Uh, no, no, the different language. Shit. Learning. Oh, that is the way they talk. The patois of the street. It takes a yes. while to to immerse also, yourself in it. There are full hour episodes. So you're not like watching Breaking Bad where it's 40 oh. minutes. These are full That's, one hour episodes. It's That's the intense. most. It's 
It's the most uh, it's the most content I've ever devoured in such a short space of time. Like I watched yeah. the first few episodes. And it takes a few episodes for it to really get its hooks into episode you. Episode four. Yeah. There's okay. a scene oh, in it's episode the fuck, four. The fuck yeah. episode. Yeah, Where everyone. That, there's that a, is, there's a moment. The that's the you'll, point. You'll know it when yeah. you get there. So, so we, Gina and I have. Uh, we, well, we, we what we decided after watching the first season of Breaking Bad is that it was the intensity was too high and we needed a cooling off period. So we started watching the first season of Curb. Um, right. So we're going for that's intense in a whole different right. way. So it's like uncomfortable TV to even more uncomfortable. If TV. the inten- if the intensity of Breaking Bad is too much for you, maybe you should not watch The Wire. Well, no, it's just that, it's just that like. Two episodes of Breaking Bad is the most you can watch in a row, I think. I mean, maybe you can watch yeah. more. It's a hard show to marathon. Five seasons of The Wire is the most you can watch in a row. I did, I did, I did marathon The Wire, though. Like I, I said, I, I, once I got my hooks into me, and I bought the whole, I got a good deal on the box set. I just, okay, yeah. I'm sure it'll be good. I had no idea how good it was going to be you, you or go, how compulsive. You go until 4 or 5 a.m. Oh, yeah, I was watching stop. seven or eight episodes in a row yeah. because every episode you just have just, to see the next one. The only it time is, you break is really at the end of a season because that's when there's a logical break in the story. But even then... It's still serialized yeah. from season to season. Yeah, it is so. You can so, do you can the whole so good all five seasons in two weeks. Okay, like two a night. No, no, no. <laughs> there are thirteen episode seasons. So that's uh, uh, 50, 165 episodes. So yeah, okay. I, I, when, when 10, I was 10 a commitment. day. When I was catching up on Breaking Bad, and especially on this most recent season, I was going around saying it's the best show ever made, best drama, best TV drama yeah. ever made. I, I say that only because I forget about The Wire. And if you, and anyone goes, what about The Wire? I go, oh shit, yeah, that is probably the only show that is actually better than Breaking Bad. And it Bad. better, not in the sense that it might be your favorite. It's not going to be like the show that you can always go back and have fun with. Yeah, but it's, not an, me, it's not an easy or necessarily yeah. enjoyable show. It's not show something to watch. you're going to watch again. It's no, no, fucking, you'll watch it again. Okay. The thing about Breaking Bad is, even though it's very dark, it's always kind of entertaining and there's a lot of humor and it's light moments, cap. and the characters yeah. are often fun to watch. The Wire is not like that. The Wire is like a documentary, and it is grim, oh. and it is so, so real. It, yeah, it feels so real that you you may as well be watching a documentary. And there's a meta so, joke thing is in the book of st- stuff white people like. The uh-huh. Wire is yeah, of it, course, is like number yeah, one. Yeah, even though yeah. we actually people like us actually have yeah. no fucking like idea that it's real or not. Baltimore seems it has verisimilitude. Okay, which has the it, the it feels real. It so, convinces you that it that it is real. So speaking of things that feel real. Um, I recently noticed that one of my favorite shows of all time has come back onto DVD after a long absence. And I went out and bought the first three seasons of The Muppet Show. Like the, the 1979 to 81, before The Muppets were The Muppets and before the movies and, and post Sesame Street, I guess, because they've been, you know, Jim Henson and those guys have been working on Sesame Street. And in exactly the way that The Wire is gritty and real and, and serious – uh, the Muppets are just insane. And That's wonderful. the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, it's, it's the far end. So maybe I'll alternate, like, just watch a Muppet show between episodes of The Wire. It kind of cleanse the palate. It might be a fun project to cast The Wire with Muppets. You know what's a, like, who, a great like, who would moment? Be, who would be prop Joe? <laughs> like, a, like, a broad, like a Broadway <laughs> show that's Muppets reenacting The Wire? You know, Will might have a – there's a character in The Wire that you might have a um, – a, uh, oh, no. a, 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 to say close association, association with. And oh, it's no. Bodie. Because uh, oh, in yeah. one episode he drives from Washington D.C. to Baltimore, and I've done that before. One he doesn't realize that the radio stations are different there. Um, right, that's right. He and also, yeah, he's never le- he's never been out of Baltimore. Yes, okay. So he didn't realize that when you drive out, the stations are different. And two, he's listening to NPR 
uh, Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, and, and he's he gets so hooked. And he gets hooked. And, and, no, no, but he, had, he ends he up getting hooked on it. He loves it. <laughs> he loves it. Well, it's a glimpse into a normal, into a sense of normality that he's probably never had as a well, kid. Well, because the thing about the thing about Bodhi is Bodhi is smart. He is actually, even though he's a drug dealer, is kind of a likable. He's like the character that you want to be okay because he's smarter and you get the sense that he was kind of destined to be something better than he was. But you know, life just conspired to to put him where he is and it's impossible to kind of get out of that situation so the thing I want to say about The Muppet Show is if you've never seen The Muppet Show you should did, I mean you they had The Muppet Show in, in I the remember them when, I, kid, when right? I, I was a kid I loved The Muppet Show so much that when I was in uh, uh, hospital uh-huh. with uh, meningitis when I was about five or six years old and I was very ill yeah um, did they make a wish you? No, it wasn't like that. Oh, okay. It was just, but this is, this is, I mean, this would have been in the late 70s oh, before, good. like, you know, the idea of having a TV in your hospital room was a big deal. Yeah. And my dad took the TV from home and brought it into the hospital and plugged it in and put it on a stand so that I could watch the Muppet show from my hospital bed. Oh, that's fantastic. Bed. Yeah. I'm good. I always cry. remember that. I, I, don't, I know, it's quite, it's very sweet. It's quite touching. I was expecting it? a dark turn there. No, it was it's just a nice, there's one of my, one, I, you know, you don't remember much from your childhood that young, like five years old, but yeah. I remember I remember that vividly. Well, so. I was in like the, um, what do you call it? Intensive care. Yeah. I was really sick business. and I had my own room. Because I was very infectious and I was really sick, but my dad brought the TV. It was like literally the TV that was in the living room. Took it out of his yeah. house. Well, it's like when Homer takes the TV and takes it upstairs for for Bart when Bart was faking illness. Yeah, Except and again, this is before illness. the idea of like, oh, we'll just watch TV in the other room. Yeah. Like that was the one TV oh, in yeah. the house, and it and it went. Yeah, that's that's a that's a thing that like probably Norm never knew. Well, you might have known because your parents were a little hard on the TV. But like when I was a kid, we had one TV and. Like, it was time-sliced. Like, my sister got her 30 minutes, and I got my 30 minutes, and then when Dad got home, it was, like, oh, yeah. you know, straight to That's whatever how it he wanted. And, okay. You know. Yeah. No, we had five TVs in the house. Yeah. See, we, I, don't, I still don't believe in the TV 1%. in the bedroom. 1%. One percent. No CRTs, and then all replaced. I don't, I don't like the TV in the bedroom. I like having, like, you know, no... I, it's just not the right place. You shouldn't. You no, shouldn't I like. I mean, the idea, of like you know, um, you know, sitting around in bed late at night and watching, you know, whatever late night comedy reruns are on, or you know, Jimmy Fallon no, or something. I like that. But I just read a book there. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't have a TV in my bedroom now. So I want to talk about the goddamn Muppets. Go, keep going. Okay. The Muppet Show. I was still talking about the Muppets. Okay, you went okay. somewhere else. So, so the Muppet Show. I, I, it appealed to me as a kid because I like the Muppets and the puppets are cool and everybody loves Kermit. But they're, they're, the thing that they did so brilliantly and I think very early on before anybody else had started doing this, it's something that Pixar and a lot of the kind of modern animation has lifted from them. There's, a, there's two layers of humor to that. There's the kid layer and there's the adult layer. Right. You can get different things from it. And yeah, like one of the gags in the second episode is literally Kermit sitting there drinking a glass of milk with a straw and he says – and he he just calls attention to the fact that he is not a real character, not a not actually a frog. And a he's drinking milk. The absurdity of Kermit drinking milk, a drinking milk with a straw, b and the fact that he's actually just a felt puppet and how bizarre it is that he's leaning over drinking. Yeah. The, it's 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 fantastic. I mean, I feel like the Muppet Show was really just kind of the, an extension of like Rowan and Martin's laughing, like that kind well, of show. But the fact that it was puppets instantly made it appealing to kids and yeah. there was a lot of slapstick. But there was also a very cool kind of satirical side to it as well. well it was for grown-ups. But it wasn't satirical. It was just it was uh, it was absurdist and kind of surreal. It's kind of like Python-esque. Yeah. They had that kind of self-referential right. stuff going but on. But it wasn't it wasn't self bad self-referential. No, no, no. Because the thing that's wonderful about the Muppets that I'd kind of forgotten is that Muppets aren't mean. Like no. they, they're not mean to each other. They're not cynical. They're not sarcastic. They're clever. And like there's this whole thing in the second episode. First off, I can't imagine trying to cast guest stars 
for an unknown puppet show variety show. They got amazing act. guest stars well, on the, the Muppet Show in the second and third season. Right, once people knew yes. what it was. Yeah, in the first season, it's like. Famous dancer. You're like, really? Famous dancer? Right. Connie Stevens. Right. Who the fuck is Connie Stevens? Right. Um, but the next thing you know, they've got Steve Martin and yeah, you know, big stars. Well, and Liberace and yeah. like crazy, yeah. crazy Vincent stars. Price. Yeah. Mark um, Hamill. Exactly. It exactly. absolutely baffles me that there is no vote that is not on today with today's big stars. Like, it's, a, God, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's, Who wouldn't want to do it it's, today? It's, it's the perfect four quadrant. They just had a hit movie yeah. to piggyback you, it off. You should Why make this they... happen. I, I, don't look at, I got nothing to do well, with it. Nobody listens to me. Jason Siegel. Yeah, it's Jason Siegel. It's Jason Siegel's dream. His joke was, and at the end of The Muppets, was that there would be a, and coming next summer on ABC, The Muppet Show. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, it's occurred to the people that can make it happen oh, yeah. if it can be done. They just need to do it. And it and It'd be expensive. Why? Not really, though. It's puppets. The Muppet Show was the looking at it like the product. I remember thinking it was amazing. The production value on that first season is is terrible. Yeah, sorry. We it's could a, do that in our TV. Basement TV now. is so creatively bankrupt, though. That that's true. I don't know where you. But, it, but, but, but again, this it's stuff. a remake. People get it. They already know what it what it is. Yeah. You don't have to be creatively a genius to to put this thing on the yeah. air. Like the creative genius has been done for you. But yeah. all you have to do is put it back writing. on the air. The, the writing is the key, yeah. and that's that's the thing that, that's hard now. And even like Difficult the old, uh, whatever. Even the older. That's a joke that you guys will get next week. Um, even the even like in the current movie, like the original Muppet Muppet uh, Muppeteers were upset that, like, there was a Fozzie fart joke. Because they are like, Fozzie would never do a fart joke. That's right. totally out of character for Fozzie. Right. Um, but, but I mean, it, it's uh, – I, I just think it's a lovely thing. It's We were talking to Tony about it yesterday. He sat down and watched the first three seasons because they – I think they did five seasons and they only You were talking the first to Tony three, Bennett on, yesterday? No. no Tony Guerrero. Uh, Comic Vine Tony. Okay. Um, and he sat down and watched with his daughter. And I mean, he said that she appreciated it just as much as he did when when she was a kid. So yeah, I get the DVDs are when out I, now. Go when buy I do them, when I do each. Gary TV, although yes. it'll actually be called like the name of my it'll be the name of my kid TV. Yeah, so the kid will have what his own TV channel. Does the, only the first kid get a channel? Well, I'll cross that bridge. One, 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 one kid, one kid at a time. <laughs> one what? kid channel at a time. Right, but the, the Muppets, the Muppets okay. will be in you know the accepted programming schedule. But you're not going to like green screen yourself into the show. Yeah, you should. no, I no, I'm going to be the continuity announcer. Okay. I told you already. Yeah. I'm going to talk directly to the kid because yeah. I'm telling you, like when I watch Dora the Explorer, yeah. and Dora says, "Can you can you see the bucket?" and I go, "Yes, yeah, over there." Dora, she goes, "Good job." I go, "Fucking a, that is, makes me feel so good because the TV is talking. She's talking right to yeah. me directly. Why not? So I'll be able to address." My, you know how like you can send off for like storybooks and CDs and yeah. things that has the kid's name in it. Yeah, then that'll be me. I'll be the dad, but yeah. I'll be like the wacky continuity announcer. <laughs> are you going to get a costume? Are you going to be puppets? like? Are you going to be like the Yo Gabba Gabba guy? Yo Gabba Gabba guy who has the the weird costume and the and the the. You know the stick. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, majorette stick. <laughs> they don't really have this in in America, but when I grew up in the on, in the BBC uh, in in the UK, the BBC they had like in the children's block that came on after school, they had like a guy yeah. that was like the announcer who would say, "And coming up next," and they would do little comedy bits, mm-hmm. but b- between the shows, it was a vaudevillian kind of. Yeah, and I'm going to be that guy, I mean, but I'm going to be talking right at my kid, saying, "And coming up next." It's Chortle and the Wheelies, one of the greatest kids shows ever made. And my kid will go, yay! And she won't be watching any of that, you know, uh, bullshit 
whatever it is it's on these or days whatever. Transformers can, or... can Norman and I do guest spots can we like be the Mr. McFeely's of your universe where we come in and Who's visit Mr. McFeely Mr. McFeely was what? the man on what the fuck is wrong with you Chen I don't he know the names I, all week by the way Norman's been irritating me with all the things he doesn't know about like what was the thing that irritated me oh you, you've, you've never seen tra- never seen week. Trapped in the Closet I've never that, seen that's not right well I've got a problem with both of you in that case but like you don't know who Mr. McFeely is he's the mailman on Mr. Rogers I know the mailman I never knew the name though that never stuck with me Mr. McFeely he has the most inappropriate name for a kid's show ever yeah that's what I'm thinking but yeah, I, I, can, can we get, like do guess? Well, I guess bet you. Bets? I bet you. If you give me enough time, I could come up with some worse ones than that. <laughs> well, okay, but but I, I want a guest gig on Gary. Oh, TV. you want a cop cop a few, cop, cop feely? Well, <laughs> yeah. now I should tell you, <laughs> Mr. Child Molester. It has been revealed to me yes. that when Leah listens to the podcast, yes. the baby now she can feel it kicking in there. Yeah, and she says <laughs> that when I speak. The baby, really? the baby squirms and wriggles did she around. Put, did, did she put the big headphones on, the belly phones? No, she's <laughs> just the sound. She, the, the sound just permeates. She, 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 oh, so she's like when, when I speak, the baby stuff. kind of wriggles around, presumably wow. in a in a way that is pleasing. Yeah. When you speak, yeah, the baby seems to get very upset. Awesome. <laughs> Chip off the old block. Oh, yeah. And when Norm speaks, no response at all. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> just completely ignores him. Well, wow, now so a racist baby. The apple does not fall far from the tree. I'm, I'm just gonna sit. Next time I see Leah, I'm just talking to the stomach. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm selling that baby hard. We're gonna, we're gonna turn. Yeah, around. You, 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 you definitely are yeah. losing, losing the war no, right I, now. You're gonna, I, you're gonna, you've got some work to do. You have to do some prop work, maybe some. Uh, some so that, so the Uncle Will does not is not immediately oh, viewed with contempt. You, you've got some, you've got some, <laughs> uh, some, some work to do over the next few Bad months. Bad news. Yeah, you uh, gotta turn that around. There's been tech news today. Maybe maybe the baby's just been reading the forums and and, and taking a very negative opinion of you from that. Uh, you know the mess. The mistake is reading. Baby's the a Firefly fan. Oh, I, now listen, what I said is Nathan Fillion is really good, perfect for that role. Did a fantastic job. Love him. However. Had they cast someone that people had ever heard of before, that show might still be around. That's all I said. And suddenly I'm nailed to a wall someplace. Keep digging. Wow, now compare yourself to Jesus. Um, no, I said a wall, not a tree. I don't, I don't think it's an important it, distinction. I think maybe maybe the baby is just a fan of like sportsmanship and fair play, and that's the reason why. Like the other people that are following yeah, the Mr. Brick series, baby. they're not. They seem to be more more, I, more disposed I, towards Norm than, all, than you. All all allegations of fair play and cheatery are are wildly exaggerated, mostly by Vinny. All right. Um, yeah, so should we talk about tech news? Or, or should we, are we done talking about this? Yeah, I want to see how long we could go we before actually about talking Fraggle Rock about... At all. <laughs> you know what's, you know what's weird? Yeah, you know what's weird about Fraggle Rock, though? It was on HBO, is, but well, no While the puppets, the, the, the Fraggles were the same in every, wherever you watched it in the world, yeah. the Lighthouse Keeper was different based on who the human character... That looked I never bit, watched Fraggle Rock, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, well, there was a human Lighthouse Keeper. Okay. And he had a Muppet dog. But when you went to the Fraggle world, which I think lived under kind of the, the island where the lighthouse was, it was the, the, every whether you watched it in the UK or the United States, whatever, you would get the same Fraggles. Okay. But it was a different lighthouse keeper based on where your territory was. You, get, you got an American lighthouse keeper here. Oh, so you, you're... Well, I just bought the Fraggle Rock box set like last year, and I'm really dis- I haven't looked at it yet, but I'm really disappointed to know that when I see it, it's not going to be the one I remember. It's it, going to be the American version. It's like if you accidentally bought the Planet Earth with Sigourney Weaver. Uh, wasn't that Oprah? There was one that was uh, no. You got to you got to buy you got to buy the you got to buy the Attenborough. You got to buy Richard Attenborough. David Attenborough. David Attenborough. Yes, from Jurassic Park. Sir Sir David Attenborough. No, it's the same guy. It's it's Jurassic Park guy. Welcome. 
to Jurassic Park. Right, that's they his, spared no, no that's expense. His, that's yeah. his brother. Okay, that's not David Attenborough. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? One does documentaries. No, there are two. There's, Rich, there's okay. Sir Richard Attenborough and Sir David Attenborough. They're Richard Attenborough sirs? is the actor. They're both knights? Yes. Do they have armor? <laughs> wow. And Sir Best David Attenborough ever. is the naturalist who does the wild. Yeah. It's easy to get them mixed okay. up. Yeah. I do get them mixed up. Um, and they both kind of look the same. And they have, well, they're brothers and they have similar right. voices. Um, so, yeah, the Fraggles, I didn't know that. The other thing that's interesting about the Muppet Show is in the UK, because they had to fill the full hour instead of 44 minutes, there's an extra song in the UK episodes. I actually didn't know that part. I just knew yeah. the lighthouse keeper part. Yeah, so you guys have uh, you guys had more content than us. We had a bunch of shitty ads for Charmin and stuff. Did you have the the part in the American version of the Fraggle Uncle that was out traveling the world and would send back the postcards? Oh yeah, of of his trips. Yeah, okay. The postcards were kind of the continuity for the whole thing. That's that is the one thing I, I only saw like three episodes, but the, that was always that was how the story progressed. Was right. that the uncle would see. Things in outer space, but outer space was really awesome. It's a good show, Fraggle Rock. I'm just disappointed I I can't get the version that I remember. I need to watch that, actually. Yeah, maybe I should buy the UK DVDs and import them. Amazon.co.uk. Yeah, that's what I got to do, maybe. Um, Your Prime doesn't work there. So this morning, no, it does not. This morning, uh, we had a couple of surprises. One was that we forgot to post an episode of Bricked for today, but that's been rectified. Uh, the other was well, apparently the, very dramatic episodes as well. Norm, very special Norm, episode of Norm Bricked. Got real. Don't watch it right now. No, do no, this. Watch it. Go immediately after this yeah. to Bricked. We, we need to have a very special episode where we have uh, uncomfortable truths and we teach an important lesson. The, the C3PO episode was a big hit. That was yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah. like to watch us suffer. It turns out that was uh, pretty. It was even goofier than I had imagined. Oh yeah. yeah well, it turns out if you can't bend your arms in more than this. Then this like meeting your, thirty like, yeah thirty about, degree angle yeah pushing your glasses up is a real significant problem and yeah. my glasses slide down a lot it yeah. turns out yeah um so uh, yeah uh, this morning Apple kind of for the first time since OS ten I think announced a new version of the desktop OS without a big fancy press conference and event and all have that they stuff. ever done this before they just stealth launched not this since whole update Steve came back not, not since stealth Steve. launched but stealth stealth announced yeah it just came out of nowhere. Um, so well, in, in the Apple press release, they say released. So for them, it's not just an announcement. It's a release because technically yeah. the version is out for developers right, right. now. But, there's no, but there was no um, uh, uh, keynote, no walkthrough of the features. So, for- uh, what they did was one week ago, they invited a uh, select group of Special writers people. and journalists, friends of Apple, people that they know have written good things about Apple in the past or are incredibly influential. I don't think even like – Why was I was, not there? Like, thought leaders. Pun- I think they went for pundits I don't think they look thought at cloud, leaders. Gary. Yeah. I'm sure they have their own internal cloud system. Um, so they invited people to have a one-on-one meeting with Phil Schiller and two PR reps um, in New York. And uh, the way one of the, these meetings were described, as I've read a couple of them online, is that it was basically an Apple keynote presentation. There were slides. They did the, the structure of the formatting was exactly the same. Uh, where they first talked about right. sales, they just didn't products. publicize it. It just wasn't for five thousand people right. at the Moscone right. Center. It was just for one person. Done. But we really had multiple, no. I mean, multiple times. beyond knowing that there was going to be a new version of OS X coming. Yes, OS ten. Yep. We didn't. We didn't know that this was going to happen. No, 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 this, this was no not whiff expected. of this at all. No, and well, for, for the longest time, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, iOS has been in the spotlight for Apple, and it's not that they're downplaying downplaying Mac OS. Um, Line was a big release uh, before that. Snow Leopard as well. Snow Leopard, Snow Leopard was delayed because that was out around the time that they were really two, fixing two up teams, uh, yeah. iOS. Um, that was when iOS four came out. And that was a, a major iOS release. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, there have been concern that, you know, Mac is kind of going away, like Mac Pro might be going away, you know, desktop OS might not be as important. In terms of units, right, we're talking about, you know, 35 it's, it's, million it's a small Macs part of their business. versus hundreds, 100 million well, but it's iOS a part devices. of their business that's growing consistently and yeah. has been for a yeah. long time. And the it's, iMacs are due for a, ref- a big refresh as well. Well, no, that point, happened so. last year. It's no, well, I got, got a spec bump. It really needs a. They're, they're due a for like a big, a, yeah, how big so, refresh? Uh, we'll go into the specifics of what Mountain well, Lion 10.8 well, entails, but uh, from a structural standpoint, this is different because uh, it's a different way of announcing this. That doesn't that, matter ultimately. And also, they're moving now Mac. Uh, now they're calling OS 10 and not Mac OS 10, but that doesn't matter. Right. But it's going to be an annual release, annual update cycle, much like well, iOS. Did they it's say what, that? Yes, they did. Okay. What's it, interesting is I seriously was thinking last night in response to some of the comments on on the forums that maybe we should try. Don't to talk do about a, this. What? Why not? Dude, I don't want too much making the sausage. Well, all I was going to say was, okay. Well, you know, you know what? No, fine. You have it your way. You're no. the host. Let's move on. Let's talk about OS X. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to feed the trolls. Is all. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Being honest. Um, yeah, no, it's I on Twitter. Okay. Well, just a bit of candor. Nothing yeah. Wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. I like to hide the candor between the uh, the the vitriol and and hate that we. All right. So let's go. Let's go through Here, what's in this. Here's, okay. Uh, here's, so, this new version. here's what they did. They they're filling the holes. Uh, in their in the in the overall Apple ecosystem that have been made by addition of new features to iOS five, right? Like that, this is when we said, "Why isn't AirPlay in, in OS ten when iOS five came out?" When we said, "Hey, uh, cool notification stuff," that's not there either, right? All of that stuff is is they they fill they're filling in all of the the obvious holes left by OS ten. Why is there? iChat and FaceTime and message and iMessage and all why are there 15 different ways to communicate that are all essentially the same right. kind of service. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you're right, they're obviously very different. Pla- iOS is not OS 10. They're no. different things and they're different devices so they, they operate in different ways. But if you are one of these people that has an iPad and an iPhone and a, and a Mac, you obviously want them to work together. Right. And so it's interesting even though they've got these different platforms now, a big part of the of the uh, evolution of them both is that they need to play well together and, and be reactive to one another. Well, and this is one of the things that Apple has traditionally done kind of poorly, and it seems like they realize that's a problem. So integrating well, – this is a, a very minor release to people who haven't bought iPhones and iPads. Right. Who are OS 10 users. Right. Well, there's, some good, no, there's, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, well, I, mean, and I mean, obviously, they highlight both on their site and in the briefing the 10 big features, which are the uh, features that were inspired by iOS. Right. Um, or, or, or make it there work are, Yes, but it is it's also all, bug fixes. Kind of, it is service pack-like. Of, of, that, it's, all it's that all, crap is in there. It's yes. all kind of iOS-centric, and some, some of those features – are all about helping your iPhone and your Mac play better together. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are some features that are just like, hey, this was good on iOS. Let's bring it to the Mac. A- abso- for, for example, absolutely. AirPlay and iCloud. Absolutely. But iCloud is much less useful if you don't have an iPad or an iPhone to sync the stuff to. Yes, but not or or in, in an absolute iCloud, value. iCloud it is still not, useful. not the best example. Like something like notifications. But I, iCloud is still example. incredibly useful if you just have Macs. But, but who... Uh, Yes, much less useful. Drop if you don't drop, you use Dropbox in that case. It's a much better implementation of what you. Well, do. it can be the, the reason is they're they're pushing iCloud as the cornerstone. Of I, I understand that, but their, their the way they do ecosystem. iCloud is bad well, compared to something that's more multi because it's not file. I mean, the, the, it's completely yeah. opposite of Dropbox. Dropbox is the file paradigm, and exactly. iCloud is documents, the document and yeah. and they're pushing that. And for mom and pops and a lot of users, they're not getting rid of the file system, 
understand. It's going to be easier for them. But I guess my point is if you only have one device, then syncing to the cloud is infinitely less useful. And the people that we're talking about – we're getting into real specific Let's, let's start stuff. going through the feature list. Okay. okay. The big thing is the iCloud integration. This is this is the top hit. Yes. Uh, basically, the way that you save files between iPad, iPhone, other iPads is going to apply to the desktop in a way that does not feel bolted on like it does today. I'm very pleased about this because I use Pages. Uh-huh. And I actually thought this would be the case when they first brought in Should iCloud. Have been. But it's only among the it's only the mobile versions of iCloud of, I, of Pages that do this. Now I can write a document on Pages and pick up another Mac, my Mac Air downstairs, or my iPad, and have that document right there. Right. That's, so, that's so the way great it works. for me. I lo- I'm going to get a lot of use out. If of you're so. in a um, in, an, in in an application that you have to get from the Mac App Store, mm-hmm. it's not like a third party application. So it's right. not like Microsoft. Uh, I guess Office is an App Store now, but it's not like something an open source piece of software is downloaded from SourceForge. Um, you can save files, um, and your data is saved. Uh, in the file system, so you can have like you can still save a document file on your desktop mm-hmm. or anywhere. Alternatively, you can save just the the document itself in iCloud in the way that you would save it on an iPad, and that is tied to your iCloud account, and that works for documents, emails, calendar. Uh, if you've used Google Docs, you basically know how this. Yeah, but works. but it's client side, and and. So rather than have a web app, and Google Docs is the one, like the thing I've noticed over the last five, probably five or six months, we can talk about this in a separate cover later, is that I've moved away from using client uh, web clients for apps. I'm using Sparrow for mail. I'm using iCal for calendaring. I'm using, um, uh, I've moved away from using the 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 browser based versions of those apps because the performance is bad. Yeah, and uh, and, all, and and I have as well, but also because I get nervous when it only exists in the cloud. I like to have mm-hmm. both. I'm okay with that. Uh, like Google Docs has been incredibly reliable over the last three years, four years that I've been using it. It's only been down like twice. Um, yeah, and and when it is, it's back very quickly. Uh, and and so the the exception to that is when the ability to share documents simultaneously and have two people working on them at the same time, like you can with Google Docs, outweighs the kind of crappy performance of a browser-based application. Right. Um, on the other hand, Gmail, the performance of the browser-based application is awful. The 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 performance of the native client Sparrow mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yep. Why would I not use the, the native only client? useful aspect of Gmail online is search. Well, and that I can and Sparrow does search. Yeah. The the useful aspect is that if I'm not on my home computer on my on my normal computer, I can access my mail very mm-hmm. quickly. Um, so but, so by using the native the desktop client and having a web interface, you have the best of both worlds. Now it's unclear whether there's going to be a web interface for stuff like Pages. I think right that's now the next there, step right now there isn't. If you go to the iCloud, if you log into iCloud online, you can't get access to your files the same way as if you went to Google Docs. Yeah, um, and th- and that's a gaping hole for them right yes. now. I, I don't think they're. I, I'm unsure. Well, I don't, I don't, need, I don't need a web. I don't need a web implementation of it. I just need to have the app installed on every device that I want to use, or it just on. an Apple device. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean that's the that's the alternative. So uh, the way they're allowing you to save documents and files and everything uh, and pictures, whatever, to iCloud is not going to replace uh, the current system, which is good. I don't. I wouldn't want that to happen anyway. Uh, but what they are doing is that they're only if, if people actually like it. Um, you only can developers can only put this iCloud functionality into an app if you distribute the app on the App Store and the Mac App Store. All of this stuff, okay. So but I like I like this solution though. This is the best of both worlds in the sense that you've got all the performance uh, quality of client side localized apps on yeah. whatever device, 
but you've also got the seamlessness of the syncing between the different devices. Well, they need the web view, but that's that's a minor. It's a complex piece. They'll, they'll add that as, a, as a bonus, yeah. but I, that's not how I would choose to work. So they, they are using this subtly to push people toward Mac App Store as yeah. distribution method, well, which is I, I haven't used Mac App Store much at all. I've, I installed Tweety and I installed TweetDeck, the yeah. bad one, and I installed uh, Twitterific. I think uh, I still like downloading DMG oh, files Alfred and installing. Installing things independently. I'm doing it now just because I like to have one localized source to know when apps need to be updated. That's I don't the, have to check them. Update the is, the good, is the benefit. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, and and the security stuff as well, uh, which is which is another thing. We'll talk about that in a minute, though. So uh, moving on to the next feature, uh, which goes straight down the Apple list. The Apple list. Uh, messages. The yeah. So messages. This uh, we've already got to one, try out. This exactly. Morning. It's the beta is available now. It replaces iChat and it integrates the message system and on iOS and, and FaceTime. FaceTime. I, yeah. I'd be a little pissed if I paid ninety nine cents for FaceTime on snow leopard at this point and now the new thing is free I, yeah, think it, of all the other things you could have spent that 99 cents i on. know i could have bought a cup of coffee i could have bought a, a third game. Of a cup of not coffee. the kind of coffee you drink yeah well okay um the the thing here is that they they the obvious question when facetime was launched and then when iMessages came beyond that is a why can't i get iMessages on my computer and b uh why is why do i have four different ways to do two different ways to do video chat and three different ways to it's do been, it's been confusing chat. yeah I'm re- I'm excited for this um, uh, because it makes iMessage more viable IM alternative uh, than r- what it is right now, which is just a text message alternative. Well, one of the things that we haven't um, – well, kind of, yeah. Uh, one of the things we haven't actually found out yet because I forgot to test it. I meant to this morning. Uh, but I but iChat used to allow much higher resolution video conferencing than FaceTime did. Okay. Uh, and I wonder if that goes away since FaceTime is now the default video chat uh, format. Uh, for for OS 10 and iOS. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll test that out and see. Anyway, that. as Gary said, uh, this beta is available right now. Yeah, we've while, all, I've, Will and I were chatting on it mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, Mountain Lion, uh, it's available for developers right now. If you're part of the developer program, uh, it will be released this summer, and the pricing is not announced. Just get that out of the way. Um, so one, one thing that's annoying about messages, uh, the gaping hole, is that right now the only way to get messages that are sent to your phone number uh, is is on your phone. Like you can you can set your iMessage you can send iMessage to email addresses if you've not used this you can send iMessages to to email addresses and phone numbers they have to be registered with the system uh, if they aren't registered as part of your Apple ID or something like that and you have to verify them it's rather they send you an email and you click the link that says yes this is me um, and and the problem is if you don't know my that my preferred iMessage is my email address and you send it to my phone number, it only rings on the phone. It doesn't ring on the tablet or on the on the laptop. Right. Um but if, but but all if you, you send all it you to need, the email address, then it rings everywhere. Right. But all you need to do to flip that is is make an email address the preferred way to get messages on your phone. They'll come through the phone the same way. No, it's not that's not it. It's that people the people who are sending it to you have to send it to the right place. That's where it breaks. But what I'm saying is if you are sending messages out from your phone you, and your email address is what you have set up, then replies will go to that and then therefore to your Mac as but well. But only if people it, – it all. the thing is – the way it should work is that Apple – iMessage should be smart enough to know that here are the different places that are associated with Will's account. Right. And will just push it, it to all of them. Yeah. And my cell phone number and yeah. those should all go to all the devices. Yeah. I don't know if there's some legal reason to not do this, but it's something that I hope that they address soon because it, it sucks. Um, but uh, so I was playing with it this morning, and uh, it's you know it's, it's I was talking to Leah, and it's fun to be able to send chat messages, send basically text messages 
to her phone right yeah. from my Mac. That I was mean, cool. Technically, you can do that You've always using push notification that. with any app, like even the Facebook messaging app. It's, well, a, it's the same thing. Or the AT&T website right. or but whatever. But because messages on uh, the iPhone replace text or is integrated into text messages, it's deeply integrated, yeah. uh, that push system feels more... It's, you're moving from text messages to IM as opposed to IM to text messages. Well, it's funny, but it's a sticky way to make... Like, if... If you use SMS messages to talk to somebody frequently, like I, I know you talk to Leah on SMS a lot because she's at work and whatever. I talk to Gina on SMS a lot because she's on her phone. Um, but frequently while I'm sitting at a desk and it sucks to move away from the real keyboard and pick up the phone, do the, the touch typing thing. Um, and this is another way, since this is going to be Mac only, that they're making their platform stickier. Right. Um, so it, they're, they're, they're doing a lot of the updates that come with this are leveraging uh, existing iOS features to make OS 10 more valuable to people who are buying laptops and computers. The only thing I don't like about the message app right now is I used to leave my buddy list open so I could just add a glance without having to touch anything, see who are my friends are online right now. Yeah. Now the way that the app's been redesigned, you can you have to click a button to see to pull up the window of who your IM buddies are. Right. And I don't know if there's a way uh, you, around that. My buddy list, there's a tag that lets – apparently I had it already flipped because it just popped right up for me. Mm. Like, I didn't have that problem at all. Okay, I need to maybe change some settings. It's in the Windows settings, I think. Okay. Um, next thing is reminders. This fills another one of those gaping holes. Uh, we've looked at some reminders apps, to-do list apps lately that have no kind of syncing ability and no cloud stuff. Yeah, you can do – I what I've typically been doing is setting reminders just in iCal. I just set up a calendar event with an alert attached. Reminders, yeah. though, will be an easier way to do this. Well, and the nice thing is it integrates with what's on your phone and your tablet. Yes. So you add a message. So rather than doing the – because right now the fastest way to add a reminder is usually to say Siri do something or other, right? And then it garbles it really terribly, but it usually gets right. the time or the. Or date you have or to tap it in, is. right? Yeah. yeah. So this, now I can set up a reminder on my Mac and have it right. remind me on my phone. Although I find that reminders on the phone, it's so much easier because I think of it as like a note. I don't think of it as a calendar event. I think of it as you know, it's a, a, it's a one time. List. It's yeah. it's a, a to do a one time use thing, not repeat a repeating reminder. Yeah, don't forget this yeah. when you come to work tomorrow. Exactly. Um, and using Siri for that when it doesn't need to be precise. It's perfect. Uh, it's perfect. I don't do you think there should be any expectation for Siri to come to Mac? I mean, it's got a microphone built in. Should I be able to talk? Well, we to will my get Mac? to. Let's, let's we talk about this at the end. Okay. Because this is this is that's the. Uh, would you put on the list norm so we don't I, forget? I will have it in my mental my mind palace. Uh, notes notes mind is less palace. I like that. It's <laughs> from <good>. Sherlock. <laughs> okay. It's not from Sherlock. It's it a is. it's a memory construct concept okay. from years and years it, ago. It's in my it's in my mind palace. Hannibal Lecter uses that. Let's talk about this in apps in in fake outtakes because it's a good topic. Um, no, we'll talk about notes, that. we'll talk about the end of this. Notes sync. Uh, so uh, one of the other things that they've done is they pulled the calendar stuff. I'm sorry, they pulled tasks out of iCal. Yeah, they pulled notes out of Mail, um, and they're both separate apps now. Everything's named the same as it is on iOS, so there's consistency. Uh, this is good. I mean, there's nothing. There's no complex. Yeah, this is this is good for me. Like I use stickies a lot, and stickies are great, but like they're not very elegant. They can. It's easy to fill it up with junk. Um, and I, when I'm on the road, I, I'm constantly emailing myself little notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this, I think, will be a slightly better way. Well, to yeah. right now, uh, I use text edit as my kind of notepad. Yeah. Um, and and, and even in Windows, I also right? use like notepad. I, it's easy for me to hit Windows, type note, enter, and then type something in just text. Right. And save that. And that's how I actually do a to-do list. Yeah. And I use note, uh, notes, which is the only like default note-taking writing program on iOS if you don't buy pages or anything. Yeah. I yeah. use that to you know, type in little reminders, right? And having that synced 
and push to my desktop. Yeah, I mean, really I, I mean, I like that. It's just, it's, it, I don't love the way that it's integrated into into mail. So I can write a note on my phone, and when I come home, it's basically there in my mail, in my mm. in my app, my mail app mailbox. Mm-hmm. But it'll be, I'll, I'll prefer to have it this way, where I've got little notes up on the on up on my desktop, where I can, you know, as soon as I turn on my computer, I can see that that's what I wanted to remind myself about. I bet, I bet, stickies is going away. I bet, I, yeah, I, I think this is a fatality. I, well, given that you can take any note and kind of pin it. Take, pull it out and pin it onto your desktop. That basically becomes a sticky. I think this is going to replace stickies. And and the interesting thing about all this is it's not like this is stuff that people aren't doing elsewhere. Um, the interesting thing is because the platform is closed and some of the features like reminders is much more useful simply because it has you have Siri access to it. Um, they're they're leveraging all of that stuff. Like leveraging the tight access that they have to the iOS platform. Yes. And I, I wonder if they're going to have problems at some point with, now, with antitrust. Now, uh, of all the things we've talked about so far in Mountain Lion, uh, Notes is one of the uh, the programs and apps that still uses the old uh, – what's the word? Schemorphic. Uh, Schemorphic design. Yeah. Uh, it is – the precious yellow notepad. It looks like a legal pad. Yep, it's very precious. And uh, we thought that was going to go away. No, uh, with I don't the, think it's the new regime. And um, I think that I think that I think that as they uh, access a baby boomer market, then that makes people feel comfortable and safe. Oh. And you should get used to it because it even has the tears at the is, top. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it is super super precious. Uh, I did. I, the, it, the 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 bar for the app is even the same color as the as the brown thing at the top of a legal pad. Yep. It's a uh, yeah. I wish they wouldn't do that anymore. We've established that. Move on. I I I don't have the same skeuomorphic hangups that a lot of people have. I'm okay with it. Well, I mean, even the font. The, it's, it's, it's the it's worst font. Sans. It's almost yeah. Comic Sans. Uh, anyway, you can change all that. You can change the font, and I think you can change the background too. I don't I don't know. In the in I just this want version. Courier. Why Courier? Fixed width? Really? I like Courier. Uh, there's a there's a font in the Apple uh, font book called American Typewriter, which I love. I use that a lot. It's my favorite font. American Typewriter? Yeah, and if you want, you can download an app that will make your keys sound like an old-fashioned manual mm. typewriter, even with a little ding when you hit the uh, return key. I used to like that. You're, you're makes, makes me feel productive. Captain Skewmorphic. I've thought about buying a real typewriter. It's hard to find them now. Uh, no, 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 you have to look. There's it's hard places. to find a working one that's in good condition. Like what, what, I mean, what, are you talking about like a real old manual I want one? a manual. What I want you, something that will work It's just going to sit in the corner like a nice ornament. You're never going to use it. You don't think so? No. I think I might. You'll, you'll be very quickly reminded of just how hard it is to type on a <laughs> typewriter. You got to push, you got to push those keys. You really got to jam them down there. Yeah. Mm. Um, notifications. So this is the other, this is the fuck growl. Big thing. It is. Absolutely. Yes. I'm so glad to be able to say fuck off to growl. So uh, people, for people who don't use, um, Mac OS or or OS 10, 10. it's not Mac OS anymore. It's official name change. For people who don't use OS 10 or don't use Macs, period, uh, growl is, uh, an open source, um, system of push notifications. And it's been used used to be. Well, it's. I think it's still open source. I don't. It doesn't matter. Right. There's been a lot of controversy because basically uh, they went from being free to pay. Yeah, it's two dollars now, and and there's annoying update. Yeah, pop up when I got a time. growl update and it said yeah. go to the app store and pay, I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, yeah, so and it has annoyed people. But if you use apps like Pigeon or any apps that do pop up like, or mail clients, uh, do like a t- you know pop up in the top right corner, kind of fades the in. It's, it's a great. Yeah, yeah, it's a great little uh, animation. Um, that seems like it's all going going to be irrelevant because notification center is going to be yes, built into going to take that over. OS 10. Yeah. Um, and again, 
So you'll get little pop-ups when events happen, but you also can have a whole little window down the side of your screen Mm -hmm. that has got all your calendar events, which looks just like the notification things that need to be updated. Yeah, it's just a nice little clearinghouse for all the shit that you need to get done. There, uh, there was a discussion, a bunch of garbage from a design standpoint. Because the thing is, you press, hey, yeah, everybody presses OK for that notifications thing, and then it's just Bing, 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 Bing. So configure it how the way that you want. I know. I'm just saying it's you know from a design standpoint. Uh, there's been a lot of this debate on from the design community and user the UX community about the design of notifications in iOS. Now, you're pulling down a blind, but it looks like it's actually something that's behind the front screen as opposed to on top of it. Um, really, I don't get that. When, when you're pulling down the blind, it. I, don't, I think it looks like it's on top of it. Well, there's a debate over whether over. it should be something that's on top kind or of below. You haven't taken your stock ticker off there, Norm. Do you know what this makes I, me think? Is that people in the design community have a lot of free time. They do have a lot of free time. And they, like, they love arguing about this stuff. Um, uh, going back to earlier when we talked about how iCloud would only work with uh, programs that you get from Mac App Store, yeah. same thing with the Notification Center. Like Your mail client, Sparrow, will only be able to access Notification Center if you get it from the Mac App Store. Right. All of this yes. is pushing people toward buy, getting yes, apps from the Mac Yes, they want you inside their we, walled we garden. We knew this was happening. Well, but this is the interesting thing that's happening is there's the walled garden is is there's levels to the garden in in with the new with the Mac App Store. Uh, they're going to have uh, signed like authorized legit revocable apps. So should somebody release a piece of malware if it's signed, then you can remove all of the software. They can disable all of the software from that developer so immediately, so there's no problems. Right. There's software from the App Store that is not signed, uh, which is pretty much the current status. And then there's stuff that you download from the internet, DMG files, and install manually. Uh, so you'll still be able to do all three. Uh, this falls into, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Gatekeeper, which is basically their overarching software security uh, service. It, it, they're not, there's not a lot of specifics about how that's going to work. Um, now, something I actually had, well, Gatekeeper is at the very end. Um, they have another feature called Share Sheets. Basically, it's taking, you know, in your in, in mobile charms. applications... Yeah, it's, it's like it's charms in Windows 8. In, in mobile applications, there's the share button, like share to Twitter, share to Facebook. That's going to be in desktop clients it's now. It's a context-aware, a context-aware yeah. hey, blast this out to the relevant places. So you might have a share to Flickr button for a photo or share to Picasa. Uh, probably not Picasa, but share to photo services, email, tweet. Uh, but for a video, it would be post to YouTube. Yeah. Um, and then on, on down the line. This is going to be, based be... on my experience with iOS, this is going to be one of my favorite new features. Cause I love, I love, I love the OS level Twitter, Twitter integration on my phone. Yeah. It's very, I like, useful. you know, I tweet a lot. So I just be able to click a button. It's much more useful than I expected it to be coming. It, it's coming very convenient the on the mobile side because yeah. you want as few steps as possible to, to share yeah, that. This is on the desktop side, I actually like more control over how I share stuff. Like if I want to share a picture, maybe I want to upload it to uh, my own image hosting account first or use my own shortcut right. service so I can track right. it. Um, so I, I don't see myself using this as much. But it is convenient that like Twitter is going to be built in. Yeah. We'll see how it works. But I like that because I, I use Imgur a lot and I use you know a lot of these these sharing services. So the, the more that... Cloudly. The le- the, I, I just installed a little uh, extension for, my, for Imgur which allows, allows me to, uh, you know, just with a right click, I can get 
stuff uh, hosted there very quickly. What is it? Uh, Cloudly and what's the other one? Share Share Cloud or something like that. Basically, you just put a dock in your uh, icon in your dock, and you drag it on there, and it booms it up, and it dumps the URL for the file into your clipboard. Yeah. Right, uh, and it's fantastic, and, it, and it'll even do it automatically when you grab a screen grab of something. So you yeah, can, and so yeah. this will be Apple's own internal, you know, re- uh, solution to those kind it's, of services. Well, it's for people who aren't going to go out and find out what Cloudly does and why why you would want it. Right. Yes. I mean, that, that's why this stuff is there to be more accessible to normals. To the now, we mentioned Imager. And I know Gary use it, and I use it too because it's the the one that people use for Reddit. It's it's the one uh, that has the least hassle to actually get an image up. There are no captures or any bullshit like that. It's I very think easy to get a, easier, and, but, and and there's a yeah. good Chrome plugin. But actually, uh, the compression um, factor on Imager pushes a lot of people away from it. If you upload like a high res photo, it resizes and compresses it, even the original image. Uh, okay, so, much so yes, so so there are better services. If I'm Minus just throwing a, if I'm just throwing a trash service. image up on a message board for a joke or whatever, I don't really care about pristine quality. Did you look at Cloudly for that too? Norm? I well it was yes. Minus was the Minus is our pick. Because the image quality is best. Image quality is best. It's easy to use. It's a good plugin. Imager I think has a better Chrome plugin. Yeah. Um and I mean, a lot of people aren't going to change because where they have their image stored, images stored, or is where they have their images stored. Uh, on the share front, Twitter integration. Don't need to talk about that. It's the same as it is in iOS. Uh, Game Center. Does anybody so care? So this is the one that I think uh, I've seen the most uh, debate over, or at least different opinions over. Some people think that this is going to be uh, a great, useful tool in. In OS 10, I'm in the camp that uh, I don't care about Game Center on iOS, and I really don't care about Game Center on the, OS. The 10. only time I care about Game Center on iOS is if it's a game that other people are playing, so I can see leaderboards. That's I don't care about. Yeah, don't even care. I was that. I was kind of baffled by all the people that were that were tweeting me today saying, "Oh my God, Game Center! That's going to be the game changer. This is the big deal. You guys should talk about it." And I'm like, Game Center is it, is theoretically interesting, but it's only ever going to be as useful as the Mac is as a gaming platform, and the Mac is never going to be that useful as a gaming platform. Well, Steam Mac Steam is is gaming Steam. I don't play games on Mac anymore. Well, no, I, I tried it for a while. It didn't work. Right. The, I mean, the hardware is not there to play real real games. It's not. Also. Uh, I don't care about Game Center on iOS because the games I tend to play, and I think most of the people we know tend to play, aren't multiplayer games. There's The only exception is stuff like Ticket to Ride and kind of sure. uh, games that are turn-by-turn. Turn. But for the most time, yeah, turn-by-turn turn makes sense. Right. But for most of the time, when you're playing an iOS game on your commute or any mobile game on any platform, Android, Windows Phone, whatever, yeah. it is a personal experience. You're just using it to pass the time. It's not a... Real time or turn based multiplayer. Well, the, the only time it matters is when you're talking about like Temple Run or Doodle Jump based like leaderboards where they actually show you how far your friends got on the same levels. So I do use it for that. Like I love playing Temple Run and you see, oh, Gary crashed into this thing and Norm got this I, far. I don't care. I, you, really? I don't care about those leaderboards. As competitive as you are, I would have thought that would have been a thing I you were into. I don't care about those leaderboards. Um, and then the turn by turn stuff is, is, is like Ascension and Ticket to Ride both have pretty good. Ascension, I think, has the best game center multiplayer implementation. Yeah. Um, where where it's easy to play with friends, it's easy to play with randoms. Same ticket to ride is much easier to play with randoms than it is with friends, but it's also quite good. When uh, when that stuff is, is implemented well, well, though, it's great. Like the auto log system in the Need for Speed games, which is also coming to SSA, is fantastic. Yeah, like I found that really cool. when I was playing Hot Pursuit a lot. Yeah. Um, you know my my friends may not be online. It's when they're online, great, I'll race with them. But when they're not, they can beat my time, and I'll get and I'll, I'll even get a notification on my on the iOS app for yeah. auto log saying, hey, uh, oh, there's Jeff, an auto log app. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know Jeff that. just beat your time on this track by 2.3 seconds. You're like, well, shit, now I've got to go beat that. Is it cross-platform? Uh, so, like, if I'm playing on PC, no. do you see it on Xbox? 
No, I don't believe so. Okay, interesting. Another problem with Game Center um, also is that it's not directly tied to your Apple ID. Uh, you have to type in your a new this e- is a good email thing. address or no, no, no. a different email address. This is a good thing. I, it's why I don't use it. This is a good thing because, Norm, you have one person using your Apple ID. Gina and I share an Apple ID so that we don't have to buy movies twice and books and all that and apps. And um, this lets us keep doing that without having to. I think that extra barrier is what prevents a lot of people from you just even have to type in accessing your Apple ID again. It's the same Apple accessing ID. Apple uh, turning on Game Center in apps. It's the same Apple ID. I don't like it. Sorry. Anyway, it, it's. I don't. It remains good- to be seen whether it will actually have an impact on uh, on the desktop. And whether it will change Mac gaming at all. What else? No. The last feature I think is indisputable. This is the biggest one. This is the one that I think is the no-brainer, the one that we're all going to use. And if uh, what the fuck Mountain took Lion so long. costs money, this is what I would be paying for. It's AirPlay mirroring yes, on this Mac. This is the biggie. We love this. I cannot wait to, to get my teeth now, into th- it. To be fair, you can do this right now with third-party apps. Yes. Uh, the good one costs money. The I think it's like ten bucks. It's not it's not terribly expensive, but it, yeah. and, it, and it's pretty janky. Yeah, uh, this gives you the same thing. You can mirror the desktop. You can mirror individual video playback. So it basically, send to TV. Now I noticed that there's a little thing under the TV that it says like for best uh, results, change your desktop resolution to the side to like my, like my desktop resolution is not 1080p. But it's I'm sixteen one- by nine. Right. So what I'm wondering though is if there's going to be an option that when I switch on mirroring that it'll, it'll flip my resolution to 1080p so I get the nice it's gonna pristine sh- version. Well, I don't think the Apple TV will mirror to 1080p. I think it only does 720p. Really? So I think I think it does 1024 by 768. Well, it's going to have to do better than that once uh, high res iPad 3 comes out. I don't want to alarm you, but I think that there's probably a new Apple TV coming. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. So this is going to be fantastic. It's going to be fantastic this right will be now. My, this well, will be my favorite thing. You know, the resolution thing I hadn't thought about. It could be really gnarly. Well, if, these, you're, if you're talking about a really high-resolution screen getting scaled down, it could look super shitty. Again, now, I mean, the, the number one use for me here is like, I, again, I use my MacBook Air more than I, I use my iPad. These days, that's my couch computer. If I'm, I, I'm watching TV, uh, Leah's sitting there with me, like, uh, but she can't see my screen, and I'm like giggling at a YouTube video. She'll say, what's so funny? And I'll say, well, watch this. One button, and now it's up on the big screen that we can both watch together. That is magical and, and if it's, And if, it's on, if you're in your MacBook Air and typing in a YouTube address or clicking a YouTube link, yeah. it's so much easier than doing it even on your phone or your iPad yes. than yeah. putting that on your TV. Yes. It's, it's, it's for sharing stupid videos with it is. And this is And this is going to... And, and again, we talk about the different ways that it kind of pulls you back into the ecosystem. Right now, my Apple TV, sometimes I use it, sometimes I use other things. This is going to encourage me to use Apple TV, just so that the AirPlay functionality is or the opportunity for AirPlay is always there. But of course, like with the exi- existing AirPlay implementation, all the DRM rules apply. So it's not like some things will be locked out. HBO Go on your your it Apple is not Air, true mirroring. It's not going to be true mirroring. So it doesn't mean that that cable that you know the display well, no, port no. HDMI cable I don't, is going to be worthless. Because I'm still going to plug that in. I don't know that. Um, but wait, isn't that doesn't that HDMI ca- cable even lock you out on something? No. Sometimes. Uh, on if the I do flash iOS, video, yes, on Mac OS, yeah. no. If, if you try to run HBO Go through that HDMI cable, I, I, I'm no, betting fine. it would not let it go for, through. For display, for because because the thing it, is, it the Mac the doesn't know it's just another monitor. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. just another, another monitor, right? Monitor. And and that's how you get past the 720p limitation, also with air with AirPlay mirroring, right? Because if I plug in, I can I can do a much I can do 1080 for, as a right, monitor right. from I, my computer. Like, literally, I think that this is a feature for showing slideshows and movies that you've cut. Like if you just cut something together in iMovie and you want to show it to somebody, this is much faster than rendering it out, putting it on. Yeah, the actually, I think professionals blah. will find this very useful as well to be able to throw up like a final cut 
mix onto well, a onto a big TV screen very quickly. It's one of those things that we've like we the projectors that we put in when we built when we did this office don't have HDMI inputs, which is a mistake because it, right now the easiest way to put something on the projector would be to plug in uh, Apple TV and just AirPlay it from your right. phone or tablet if you right. from the laptops and that's nice. Um, it, it, it's good stuff. I think um, that now there are problems with AirPlay. I mean, we, we're finding that there's a video lag when we do app of the day and stuff like that. When we use the 2.4 gigahertz band, uh, which is the only one that's available on the iPhone, the iPad of course has five five gigahertz uh, wide, you know, the higher higher frequency uh, antennas as well. Yeah. Works fine on that. Um, it, it's it's uh it's not a perfect technology, but it's it's but it is really much, much better since iOS. It is really now. good, yeah. and it is one of those. And I hesitate to use the word, but it is one of those things that feels a bit like magic when it actually works really well. It's like holy shit, this is all up on my big TV screen now. Well, There's no well, wires. It's great. It amazes. Like it, it, I told the story about watching about taking pictures with my with my family at Christmas time on the phone, having the iPad plugged in with the slideshow running, getting to the end of the camera roll, and the new pictures being there. And everybody's like, wait, didn't you just? They, you took them and then they were up and you, you plug it and, you know, people are confused and amazed. So um, the last thing is Gatekeeper. It's all about software security. We'll have a ex- explainer about what it is when we ex- – no This more. is a bit more techy. I'm downloading the beta right now in the okay. other room. Um, it, basically, it is – there's three tiers of apps that you can ins- choose to allow in- to be installed on your Macs. Uh, signed from the App Store, unsigned from the App Store – and in the wild, DMGs. Right. Uh, there's already like there, there's large holes in the App Store for apps that you frequently that I frequently use on my Mac. Like I immediately know I'm going to turn this down to the full open setting. It, it will probably be the first thing I do when I install Mountain Lion yeah. on my computer. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Uh, and then of course all new features for China. Yay! Thanks for not omitting. Yeah, I don't want to skip China. Big market. Um, but yeah, they can use popular services in China like Yuku. And mail. Because yeah, they can't oh, use all the ones that we use because they're banned. And 126 and 163. I don't know what those are, but they're big in China. Uh, so that's that's OS ten Stuff that they didn't talk about, Siri. I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, Siri has some specific microphone requirements. I, I know that they have some noise-canceling stuff going on in the laptops. I don't know what the microphones are like on all the different Macs. I think you will today. see it in the next Mac refreshes. I think that it makes sense to bring Siri to the Mac the same way it's going to be well, – almost certainly will be in the iPad 3. So Is it going to be as useful on the Mac? If you held the Mac in front of you, do you want to talk to your Mac, like hold a button down and, and talk to your Mac? I mean as an accessibility yeah, feature, I, would, uh, yes. I think that would be very useful. No, but- I would do it. I'd be like set a reminder. I'd be, I would use it all the time. I know I would. Huh. So I, I, I think there's two ways that this could go. I think that they could maintain Siri as an I, iPhone-specific feature. Yeah, because you know it's your personal assistant. You use your phone to talk to your personal assistant. Yeah, um, I think we'll know after the iPad event next month if they I, if they introduce it for iPad, it's going everywhere. If they don't, then it isn't. I, th- I I I'll 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 do an egg thing. I think Siri for the iPad three is a lock. I think it's going to happen, and I wouldn't be surprised if when the next next Mac refresh comes out, it's on the Mac, and you even have a little Siri key on the keyboard. Wow. A hardware dedicated Siri Holy key. Crap. Well, there's the gap where the eject button used to be because there's not going to be optical drives on any of these machines. There it is. There you go. Out with the old, in with the new. Right. So uh, so Gary's getting ready to eat some eggs. Uh, I think that they're probably going to keep it phone specific. I think that they need they need features that definite, de- delineate. Hey, and uh, if this if from... this if what we're seeing with Mountain Lion isn't an example of the convergence of OS oh, ten and, and iOS, I don't know what is. And Siri is going to be a part of that. Okay, so let's talk about for convergence versus. Uh, yeah, so so one of the yeah. things that we were talking about, Gary and I were talking about is, and I tweeted this too, uh, when Apple put iOS features, 
like Launchpad, and I can't even remember the App Store. Mission Control. And mission, well, Mission Control is not, that, a, that wasn't not really, an iOS feature. That was just kind of a it's just kind spotlight of something. Yeah. Um, the the stuff that they put in Lion. Launchpad is a launch total pad, waste of time. Yeah, the Launchpad, they took the worst part of iOS. And I, mean, I don't think the, I've ever once used it. I should take it off the dock. I just, is, oh, it's gone from the dock. Why is it even on my the dock? Only, why is the the first dock? time I've seen it since I installed Lion was when I installed an app from the App Store the other day. And it popped up before I could mash escape. Um, it's a bad feature. I I was upset with the things that they had done to uh, OS X. Yeah, you were not a big fan of Lion. iOS when Lion yeah, came out. Yeah, the iOSification of um, OS X can be good and bad. It doesn't mean turning OS X, converging into one single mean OS. It's, I mean, you know, it took it took a couple of generations. Like, the, the, they brought they brought first some of the stuff that we didn't want. Now it looks like they're bringing the iOS stuff that we actually is appropriate and right. will make it better. Yeah, right. Is appropriate is the most important thing. Yeah. So I, I, things I, that make sense. I tweeted, I, I made a similar tweet where I was saying that I think people that, that were worried, very worried about Lion and, as Norm says, the iOSification and the kind of what they perceive as the dumbing down of OS X, sorry, OS X, because of iOS, we're now seeing the positive side of it. We're now seeing the features that actually will help and be good, not just for the sake of convergence, but actually taking stuff that was good on iOS and can also be good on Mac. Yeah, and and that's the that's the key. The the other key is making everything talk to each other. Um, it's still mediated by the cloud. I don't think we're ever going to see device to device communication. I, I wish that Apple was more open with the iCloud stuff. I think that. The benefits to them would dramatically outweigh the uh, the the potential loss in sales. I could be wrong. That could be my digital for for a bunch of former digital hippies. Uh, Apple is awfully closed on this stuff. By the way, I also think taking the long view that there is it's perfect that they will actually truly converge these OSs as a brand, and it'll just all be called Apple OS, and there'll be Apple OS for iPhone, Apple OS for Mac. It'll just it'll all just be one thing. I think that we're going to see... The long, long, long view. Yeah. Ten, that's, yes. That's, that's, that's I am a futurist. Ten, I see the future. Don't, don't say you're a futurist. I am a futurist. You're better than that. Futurists are douchebags usually. You um, know when I said I'm a futurist? That was in the past and now it's the future. We're already in that future. <laughs> Do you want to handle this? <laughs> Mind-boggling. Oh, you can take it if you want. If William Gibson is here, he'd shoot you in the face. Right. <laughs> that's a good response. And then he'd do that thing from the end of Drive with the elevator. Anyway, um, uh, so... We'll talk about convergence of mobile and desktop OSs in the next topic um, in a little bit. But uh, Mountain Lion this summer, as we said. They uh, just said summer. That's all they're saying? Summer is all they're saying. Okay. Um, no word on uh, pricing. Hope, it, hope, tradition hoping, keeps ho- hopefully true. 29 bucks. Norm thinks hopefully free. I, I hope it's free. I think I don't there's think, no way I will leave that money on the table. I'm also hoping, though, because I feel like my Mac, which I've had now for nearly three years, and it's coming to the end of its Apple Care. Yeah. Is it's about I may be ready to make a the next the next iMac um, upgrade refresh whatever it is I think that's when I'm going to jump and I hopefully it'll coincide with the, uh, the with Mountain Line and I'll just get it all. So together. you're potentially in for the full sweep this year. I skipped. a new MacBook Air, a new iPad, no 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 a no, new no phone. I don't need and, a new MacBook Air. Are you happy with the old one? No, I'm fine. I, the, well, there's not going to be a new MacBook Air this year anyway, right? Yes, there will. Will there, will there be? Ivy yeah, Ridge. with Ivy Ridge. Okay, well, I'll look at that one. But I don't, the, again, my MacBook Air, I do very low load computing on it. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I wish this was faster or anything. I'm perfectly happy with it. Okay. Uh, that's why I skipped the last one because I didn't that's need nice. an upgrade. That's good. The iPad 3, again, I will, I will call that on the day. But Let's see no what Siri it does. But there's no Siri button on your, on, your new Mac, on your old MacBook Air. Wait, the new iPad 3, you'll call that on the day? I will call it, I will call, I will, the decision will be made when I see what it actually to quote, is. To quote someone I know, fuck off. <laughs> that's so much bullshit. 
You don't think there's any chance? If of I not gave you a the, pre-order no, opportunity no, right I, now, you well, would. here's the thing. I probably will, and here's why: the iPad Two is already now being um, uh, set aside for kid use. So, oh, oh see? an education device. You remember? You remember? You, you remember when? You remember the iPad Six? You remember when you taught me into buying that? Tablet. Remember when we taught you? You taught me into buying that Sony camera because, like, oh, you're going to want to take yeah, pictures of your yeah, kids. Like, fuck, you got me. I can now. I can use that too. I can use that too. That's true. So I'll, I, w- I will, uh, yes, I'll probably get, well, who am I kidding? I'll probably get the iPad 3, yeah. the iPad 2, I'll probably put some kind of protective skin on it or something, give it to the kid, protective case. I think you're dramatically overestimating, but like by the time the kid is of an age to handle and use an iPad 2, you're going to be handing down the iPad 5. No, you got to, you got to start them early. Oh my God. That thing will have it thrust into its hands while it's still dripping with birth spooge. And trolling Will on Twitter. Moving on. Uh, As it's covered in viscera. Birth talk? viscera. Should we, okay. So I'll be like, hey, don't forget to update your apps. Now, Norm. <laughs> they, they shall be born with 30-pin connectors. I'm just, here's your, own, here's your uh, very own Apple ID. Oh um, you so, should reserve I, a good one I now. think I will skip the air, but I am very my, – my, my iMac is starting to behave a little bit crotchety. It's, start, it's starting to crash a bit more than usual. It's just getting old. It's time. This new, I think there'll be a new sexy iMac, possibly with a new redesign, like a physical redesign, and I think I think I'll be ready. Okay, because uh, my, my it's a 2009 iMac, which for that's ancient for a, for an Apple guy like me, that's pretty old. My desktop computer I built in 2008, I think. Yeah. Oh, keep in mind, if you buy a new iMac, you uh, have to buy additional cables if you want to use that as a separate monitor. Um, but I don't want to do that anymore. That, that was what held me off partly from the new one because the Thunderbolt cables. I'm like, oh, can I run my PC through? I don't care about that anymore. My PC's in the living room, so not an issue. Yes. Okay, so Norm, before we started this podcast, you said uh, that you would, were going to talk about Windows on ARM yeah. for the I, equal I time. Yes, yeah. so, oh, sausage making, sausage making. So we are an yeah. hour and nine minutes into the podcast right. at this point. Uh, of which half an hour was devoted to Fraggle Rock and Muppets. Eight minutes probably. So okay. you have 40 minutes worth of content, I think, to fill. I will, on, t- I will talk about on, Windows on ARM I'm for 40 minutes. I'm going to go get some water. I'll be back in a little bit. Both yeah, of you yeah, If you're going to do that, i got shit. i got shit. <laughs> yeah, you want to go get, get some lunch yeah, or something? Yeah, let's go get a bite so we'll come back when Norm's done. Just text us when you're done. Fair and balanced. In the literal sense, yeah, not oh the. Oh my yes. god! Okay, Bill O'Reilly. Well, okay, so what? Well, are we in this about? case, I get to be a. The, what's the other guy? The Tucker Carlson? No, no. Uh, is the is the Windows Eight on ARM stuff as interesting as the Mountain Lion? I stuff? think so. Well, okay, okay. Here's here's the interesting thing. For once again, we have two diametrically opposed strategies for OS mobile and desktop OS. And I'll, I'll talk about Microsoft yeah, I got to put this in the context that you guys can appreciate. So Why are you t- well, that Gary can appreciate, God. okay? Um I read uh John Gruber's uh Dear Fireball his his uh, preview of Mountain Lion this morning and he was one of the people that uh was invited to get the pre-briefing last week. And uh one quote that I, I liked and um he he's I, I gotta find this right now really quickly. Oh, just, um, just keep talking. He said that Apple sees it. There it goes. Okay. Does this count as Windows Talk since you're talking about Gruber and OS 10, or should I start the timer in a few minutes? I'm just curious. 
Hold on. I'm, I'm looking for the quote. But basically what he says is that the way Apple is doing things right now, they clearly see the desktop where you have your mouse and keyboard pointer environment as very different from the mobile environment. And that's why there's OS ten, and that's why there's iOS. Right. And touch, even touch with, on desktop is different right. than touch on Right. Without on specifically mentioning Microsoft or Windows. Now, we know that is op- the opposite of what Microsoft, the approach Microsoft's doing with Windows 8. One size fits uh, all. Not, not only one size fits all, but really leaning toward the, the tablet side, changing the desktop paradigm right. to the, the start screen, pushing dart, start screen, pushing laptop manufacturers to have touchscreens on their laptops. Right. Even all in ones that are coming out from HP and other OEMs are going to have touchscreens, really pushing touch on the desktop. So well, when we talk about the iOSification of desktop OM, uh, Mac OS, yeah. that's actually happening to an even greater degree with Windows 8, well, right? kind of... But but it's yes. it's simultaneous. It's and all in one. It's one fell swoop where Apple has been releasing gradual. Like Lion had a little bit of iOSification. Uh, Mountain Lion's got a little bit more. The update after that will have a little bit more. And, and the one after that will have even more. Multiple ways to, to look about this. Uh, to look at this. And this week we do have a better understanding of how Windows will work on mobile devices and on ARM because they're not only pushing x86, but then they have to do ARM because that's what mobile devices use now. That that is the architecture that you that they use. Uh, the cynical way to look at this is that Microsoft just doesn't have enough resources to develop two full OSs and, you know, and, and which is Microsoft true. does not have those resources. Well, developing a full OS is very, isn't it, it like the Pentagon? Like we have to be able to fight two wars at the same time. Like, but that's always been bullshit too. I mean, yes, but it, it's the same two thing that where Apple, it's the same position Apple was in two years ago with iOS four. They had to take QA resources and stuff. And that's why Snow Leopard was pushed back. And, you know, the Courier project was killed, and that was a tablet-centric OS design to push for Windows 8, which is a unified you know, desktop and mobile and touch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I and think so, what Microsoft realized is that their best way of, of succeeding on the mobile side is to shove the – is to leverage the 600 million users on Windows to, to kind of force that to be the, the new status quo. If, unless, unless I'm missing, some, missing something completely – huge about what how you've been explaining it so far it seems to me that this is a fundamentally wrong approach the the, the, idea, the idea of a literal translation of, t- of the touch language and the way that you do things on a mobile device onto a laptop screen that to me just seems very unimaginative and just not the way that people want to do things well when well, windows 8 isn't that it's not a touch it's not a pure touch it's the thing that they've done is they've designed Three modes of interaction for each of the for 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 what looks like a touch for the metro interface. And while that may sound very complicated, uh, the Microsoft line is that you know the two words no compromises. It's a no hyphen compromise operating system, uh, which you obviously take with a grain of salt. I mean, we're going to know more. The beta will be out at the end of next week. But when you talk about them pushing manufacturers to. Um, include touchscreens. To do touchscreens. Yeah. Now I get that. It, I get the way they screwed up before was was partly that they didn't customize the OS. Right. The touch was, oh, touch was, on Windows. It was, just, it was just Windows. It's, it's and it, crap. And yeah. they didn't do anything. Windows to make with, it more, a, with a touch bar. They didn't mm-hmm. do anything to make it touch friendly. The problem though still seems to be that people fundamentally, I think, don't want to do this. They don't want to touch. Well, we don't know yet. We, screens we, we that are like this. We don't know. We, and and that's why Apple has a patent. You know, for iMac to go from vertical right. to horizontal, right? Because I mean, like maybe in the future, yeah. I mean, they they're obviously thinking about it too. Um, but 
coming out of you know mountain lion, it seems like right now at least Apple is keeping those paradigms very separate. The, the touch on you know mobile and the mouse and keyboard desktop experience, traditional desktop experience, you know, in OS ten. Now I say this as a fan of Metro and saying that I actually I like the idea of using a Windows eight machine and never really leaving Metro and just doing just doing so, simple stuff. So there. May, maybe this is the right way of doing it. So uh, I want to talk a little about Windows on ARM. Because I think we mentioned it uh, well, yeah, the, last the, week. Basically, Snofsky wrote an 8,167-word 8, post that came out three hours before we started the podcast. Yeah, and so. we did we did talk about it a little bit on the podcast, but having some more time to actually read um, read the the post and and get to the the, the really good parts. Uh, Windows on the way Windows on ARM will work is that it will be the Metro OS primarily, but it will still have the desktop. And a lot of people were uh, the a lot of pundits didn't understand why there was still going to be a desktop right. on ARM, on a tablet. Because that's what didn't work before. It was a, it was a straightforward desktop. Yeah, why, why is that necessary? That. If you can't install apps, then why have a desktop? And yes, and, you can't even, and, and there will be no emulation layer. People won't be able to just take you know, existing Photoshop and port that on Windows Arm. Windows it, will look Arm like, it will look like a true PC, but it won't actually be one. Right. What you get is superficially the desktop. You will get Office 15 that will be bundled in. So Word, uh, Excel, PowerPoint, that stuff, all redesigned desktop versions. They're calling it desktop versions, but basically Metro-style versions. You will get Windows Explorer. You will get Control Panel, full access. You will get you know, all your icons, multiple windows. I think that's awesome. Well, okay. So the reason so, – and, and Edbot had talk, has talked to a bunch of people at Microsoft about why the desktop remains in Windows Arm. Because the desktop is needed for certain types of things like side-by-side windows. No, no, no. It's it, not even that. And, and the Control Panel that's stuff. That's it. And the file transfer, That's drag it. and drop files. You can't do that right now easily on a touch-only interface. So does the so does the traditional desktop kind of become what the old DOS environment used to be? Like no one really wants to use it, but we kind of still have to have it for a bunch of legacy that's a, stuff. That's a fair analogy for for a while. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is. A, I think one of the things that Norm, Norm Norm called out something that's really important. There's not a good paradigm for touch and drag for drag and drop for multiple files um, manipulation, even, even for one file on. On touch interfaces, there's it's terrible. Like the touch and hold, and then drag to the different screen to move icons on iOS That's is horrible. awkward and bad. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. The best the best solution right now is like is the select copy. Go to someplace else, paste it in, and even that's super awkward. It's not as good as just lasso, you know lassoing or grabbing something and then dragging it to where you want it. And that's the thing that they have to figure out in order right. to make file system. Like that's why I- iOS doesn't have a file system. But are they are they imagining that when you go into the full desktop on your on your device on your on arm your device, say a tablet? Well, are they imagining that you will be docking it into the keyboard and mouse, or is it a touch? Touch usable version of but the desktop. I think ideally it's touch usable you would, version. Of the it desktop. is a touch usable version. I am skeptical about that. I mean, they did a post I think uh, a couple months ago about how Fat they've buttons. improved. Yeah, they've improved touch sensitivity on the traditional desktop OS because it will. Like if you buy it all one PC where you primarily are going to use like x86 on the desktop. Touch will still work, so they have to improve touch it, on well, the traditional desktop with icons. I mean, do they and, have to change? Do they have to like give you like a jumbo version of it? Because again, you're just, you're, no, you're not as accurate with your fingertip as you are with here, a, with a mouse. This is one of the things they've learned from Windows Phone Seven. Uh, there was a great white paper last year about the keyboard, and one of the things that they modeled is how users actually mash fingers on the screen. So some people hit with the fat part of their pads. Some people hit with the tip of their thumbs. Uh, and and because of the because they can measure 
You know, because they can take input from the screen and see how different people actually are hitting the screen. They can see exactly then what kind can, of fingerprint you leave behind. Yeah, and they can tell. They can also tell when you've made mistakes, whether you, you know, how you correct them, right? Uh, and measure what your intent is versus what you actually did. Right. And that, like, that's so why they can the compensate. Phone, that's why yeah. the Windows Phone Seven keyboard is really good. And if they apply the learning that they've gotten there to things like selecting icons and dragging, making boxes and stuff like that, then it could be really cool. Um. I'm just still. We don't know. I yeah, mean, unproven I mean, until know. you got to get hands on with they, something like. And that. also, since they don't make the hardware, like Apple makes the hardware and the software, you know, the hardware has to be good. It's just like you can have the best, you know, system for two fingers scrolling software wise in Windows, which there is no now. But if you have a crappy trackpad, that's not going to be good. Right. So and right now, all that stuff when it does work on Windows laptops is usually implemented by the OEM yeah. or the trackpad or, or a third party Synaptics. Yeah, and it. and some of them are really good, but most of them are bad. Yeah. Um, so so go, yeah. going back one further into ARM versus x86, um, there was a piece on the website uh, called of Mac, and it got shared around uh, as – so this is the difference between uh, ARM and x86, and a lot of people speculated, oh, maybe Mac, Apple will be moving to, back toward ARM, uh, and you'll get ARM Macs in, in the future, right? No thanks. Uh, well, the, the store is basically kind of simplifying the difference between uh, ARM architecture and x86. It is um, – CISC versus RSC, reduced inst- instruction set computing versus not complex even true anymore. instruction set computing. It not, not, not doesn't apply really. Not true. A lot, a lot of that stuff doesn't really matter anymore. But the uh, the long short of it is that ARM just isn't powerful enough to run a full desktop OS, at, especially when um, three years ago or four years ago, you know, with early iOS devices, and that's why iOS was created. Um, I think it's clear now that ARM is. Powerful enough to run at least the things that we expect out of a normal desktop OS well, with Windows on ARM, and and in the next five years, the the gap between ARM and x86 is going to dramatically change, both in power consumption. X86 is coming down while performance stays up and with, with Intel's increase. manufacturing right. strength. And, yep. and ARM performance is going up without increasing with power speed. consumption yep. dramatically. So we're you know there will be an inflection point at some point where those two lines cross. And then it becomes which is the most convenient, which is the least expensive, yeah. which does Expen- which, which serves your needs better. The licensing for ARM yeah. is really cheap. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to end with Microsoft is coming in a good time, and when I, I, the the way I'm going to look at Windows 8 and Windows on ARM is that they're coming in a time where they're not they really don't have to make a compromise in terms of uh, what they think see as a mobile OS, and that's why there's Windows Desktop on Windows on ARM, whereas Apple couldn't do that. Five years ago with iOS, they couldn't have – remember when, when the first iPad – when iPad was announced, when iPhone was announced, people were, a lot of people were hoping a full you know, desktop functionality, copy-paste, multiple windows on a tablet form factor. And we didn't get that. We got a big iPod Touch, which worked great for you know, the things that we want to do now. But it was limited both by uh, design and by the hardware. Performance, yeah. And the, I think Microsoft coming in with Windows 8 at the end of this year with the quad-core ARM chips coming out, it's a – right time for them to incorporate more of the advanced functionality that we well, a lot of users want yeah. of the mobile I mean I can see the opportunity for that. Microsoft with this with this with this approach in that like Cliff Blazinski tweeted something a, a while ago that I thought was very well observed. He said like when he uses his iPad He's constantly reminded of all the things that he cannot do on it, that, yeah. he, that he can do on a regular – constantly having to remind himself of things to do when he gets to a real computer. Right. It's yeah. why you and because I the use iPad, MacBook Airs. Right. That's exactly why I use a MacBook Air. Now, if Microsoft can actually pull off 
in execution a tablet mm-hmm. that has all the ease of use of an iPad on one level, but all the full... Like, if I just say, oh, rather than go to a real computer, I'll just swipe over here and now it is one, yep. that would be fucking fantastic. And that is the potential of Windows you know, I get, I totally get that. Right. I, like, I feel like that is the light bulb that makes it seem brilliant. Yeah. The question is, can they actually do so it? So there's, there's uh, Rogue Ski pointed something out in the chat. If you're watching live, then uh, we're in the chat at tested.com slash live. There's a bunch of people watching on Justin TV too, it seems. Um, but Rogue Ski pointed out you know, the Kinect experience on Xbox 360 is actually really good, even if you don't have a Kinect hooked up. Like, the new the new Dash update hasn't been a bad update for non-Kinect users. So Microsoft has done this successfully, where they've made interfaces that are that are friendly for next-generation kind of, uh, you know... NUI. Yeah. Uh, that, that also work with a more traditional... Input. Well, there's a, dif- there's a difference between adding a, adding a bit of Kinect functionality and actually having two fundamentally different operating systems uh, running, you know, uh, above and beneath each other. Operating paradigms. Interfaces, and the, the other the other thing is that Apple has been iterating and making gradual changes over a longer period of time, while Microsoft is doing it in one fell swoop, which is much higher risk. But again, it's, we, it's uh, higher risk, but potentially higher reward. Potential higher reward, especially on the tablet side, where at least on Apple they see that tablet mobile space get, being bigger than the desktop space in the long run. Um, so, from a market standpoint, that is smart. Uh, I think we all hope that you know the seamless uh, connection, you know, between Metro Start and Desktop will work right on tablets, and we're excited about that. Uh, my problem with Windows 8 is that on the desktop side, I'm getting the Start screen and Metro stuff shoved into my experience when I don't want that on desktop. I mean, I'm being, oh, I'm, being, I'm being reminded of when we had a Windows 8 tablet briefly in the office a while ago, and I got to play with it, and uh, I loved the Metro interface, and I was very, it was very impressive to see what seemed to be a completely functioning version of Windows running on this little tablet. Like Again, if the dream... If the dream can be real, I can be walking around with my iPad-type uh, tablet using my cool, very ma- very nice, touch-sensitive Metro interface, then bring it home, plug it into a dock, and now it's my, and now it's my computer as well, and it's a fully functioning computer. Or e- and I can even, on the go, just mm-hmm. swipe to the full desktop and do things that I would otherwise be limited on, like a, on an iOS yeah. device. That, that's, that could be fantastic. Yep. Yeah, that's it. But the hardware manufacturers will find some way to fuck it up. Well, that's that's the that's the missing. Well, some of them will, some of them won't. That's the thing. We can trust Asus to put it. There'll, there'll be there'll be good it. ones, and there'll then be bad ones. We can trust yeah. uh, uh, Lenovo to do good stuff. So, I mean, we'll take the good with the bad. Yeah, uh, and and that's the that's the both the curse and the blessing of Microsoft is that HP and and the everybody has the same opportunity to innovate and make something that's awesome, and whether they choose to do it or not is up to them. Well, here's what I think is very interesting is, and again, kind of taking the 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 the, the more kind of exploratory view. You know, right now we talk about how there is a bit of a battle uh, for uh, its place on the couch between the iPad and the MacBook Air, right? Like the, like the iPad was very sexy for a while, but if you also have a MacBook Air, that, that ends up being the preferred choice because it's almost as, as easy to use and actually mm-hmm. you can do a whole lot more on it. Yeah. Right now on the PC side, you've got Ultrabooks as an emergent platform, emergent platform. Uh, 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 Category. Thing, category, sorry. Kind that, of that is very cool. Marketing message. But, but people, they seem to be very sexy and people are excited about Ultrabooks. It's a, it's a message that resonates. The question is, if Windows 8 is, it, it does what it's promising and then gives birth to a new breed of tablets that are actually very com- full computer functional, 
there's going to there seems to be like something's got to give, right? Ultrabook people are going to have to make a choice between an ultrabook solution or a, or a Windows 8 well, tablet no, solution. I think, I think what we'll see is an ultrabook like right now there's ultrabook with touch and there's different versions. Like there's different requirements for different ultrabooks. If you have a touch screen on your ultrabook, then you get an extra 2 millimeters or something on the screen. So it can be a little bit thicker than a non-touch ultrabook. What they'll do is like that H, uh, Lenovo like tra- tablet we yeah. saw that flips around. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a different ultrabook. Well, that's what I was going to say. I actually think that they could that the Windows 8, given that there are these two fundamentally different paradigms that you're talking about, actually opens the door for more hybrid products like the Transformer to actually yeah. work. Like the idea, okay, now it's my full laptop. I just snap off the top mm-hmm. half. Yep. Now it's my tablet. Snap it back on. I'm back in my desktop, and it's all and it's all good. In that sense, I think uh, ASUS is doing a really good job. You know, they've released many Transformer products. Two of them. Uh, that, Maybe aren't the best right now, but ingraining us in that brand. But Windows 8 so, is a much more exactly. transformer-friendly yeah. operating so, system. You know, third-gen transformer, fourth-gen transformer, yeah. running Windows 8, being I'm a real, true convertible. This. Maybe I'll go back to Windows. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why people complain. Um, uh, Brad sent me a link to an image of a billboard. I think from France, maybe England, someplace. Okay, it has a number that starts zero eight zero zero. So I don't know wh- what country that is. That's a British. That's uh, a British. That's, exchange. The equi- that's the equivalent of a one eight hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, we, just, we we just have oh eight hundred instead of one eight hundred. So I'm going to paint a word picture. The there's an image of a pastoral scene with a lot of young mothers and babies and people having fun and a security camera starkly silhouetted across the sky. The the too much text on the right side on a threatening red background says a bomb won't go off here because weeks before the criminal pirating films was caught by monitoring his internet history. Pirating films funds terrorism and organized crime. Report it today. Oh, this isn't a joke. This Confidential anti terrorist hotline call eight hundred whatever blah 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 blah. This is a real billboard, according to the internet. I, don't, I cannot verify confirmed the Photoshop. Well, look, says the chat. Obviously, oh, the obviously, chat says confirmed Photoshop. Obviously. Good okay. Talk. Thanks, Brad. All right. Yeah, Brad Shoemaker, everyone. Brad got suckered. Uh, suckered by proxy. Well, that, that, I trust Brad to find out the good stuff. I guess you see, look, this is, what I, this, is what I don't, this is what I don't like. I don't like these fake Photoshops that go around and stir up fake arguments yeah the the whole thing about how the uh, lie can get around the world before the truth gets its pants on is goes 10 times over and, in, the, and, in the age of the internet and, well, and, the, and this the, the arguments for and against piracy are already robust enough on both sides on how much we need enforcement and how to deal with piracy yeah and whether or not it's actually freedom of speech there's already an interesting debate going on. you don't need to make up bullshit no. lie arguments to bolster your position it, it takes away from the really important stuff like whether uh, the enterprise could actually beat the star star uh, star destroyer executor it couldn't. Not the executor. No, because it just cuts the shield things off on the tower. I'm glad that you're like, – by the way, I'm glad that you're saying burst. it right. What, executor? Yeah. Well, how am I supposed to say you, it? Hadn't you been saying executor? No. Oh, oh I just said that to I, – I, I said that specifically because of the executable debacle of earlier this year. Oh, I see. I thought you would deliberately go the other way. I, I did. In the one occasion when it actually is correct to say executor, you executable? would deliberately – Executable. I can't do it anymore. He he's so confused. <laughs> you can't even troll properly. At this point, I've been asking. I have to ask people how to say things because I can't. I, I don't know what the right. I don't know where the truth is. Hyperbole. Hyperbole. Uh, 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 the update to fix the color issues on Xbox uh, video is coming rolling out right oh, now. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know there was an issue. Uh, I think we talked about when you were out. Basically, Colors were washed out and everything, but the Zune app, uh, it, it was well, like for everyone. 
Oh, uh, just on certain kinds of connections or what? Uh, for everyone, for for Netflix today, all the other video apps that are on Xbox Live. I haven't noticed. I hadn't um, noticed. Well, then you're, you consider yourself lucky. Your TV must be so awesome that it corrected the issue. It is very good TV. Yeah. But it's nice and big, right? It's, how much bigger is it than Norm's? It's uh, bigger than it, – it's it's not as – it's not – two inches. Yeah, it's only two inches bigger than Norm's, but it's seven inches. inches bigger than yours. Yeah, but my room is so much smaller than yours <laughs> it's true. that you don't even notice My TV difference. actually doesn't look that big because it's in a yeah, very, very big living Man, room. Is, that doesn't like the, um, the Larry David conversation. Of the, we actually started the, hanging – vaginas I just started hanging pictures <laughs> the room on the wall. My room is so smaller. It doesn't matter. That's right. <laughs> exactly. I, just, I think small we, we, rooms give – or big rooms give big TVs a – Young and elastic. A, a bad name. It it's all about proportion and comparison. Exactly. And angles and things. Um, <laughs> angles and things. So that, that's rolling out now. Uh, the, the, Geometry, the, perception, the, visual just perception. Stop this now before it goes too far. Optical illusions. <laughs> uh, the Verge is reporting that Ivy Bridge is delayed till June. Speculation is that it's because Sandy Bridge stocks are still too high and they don't want to kill demand for Sandy Bridge before they can run those chips out. Um, I uh, wonder- so here's the thing. Uh, sure for PCs, but if Apple wants Ivy Bridge and go. Ivy Bridge is ready for their next MacBook Airs, three months exclusive on MacBook yeah, Air once again. In- Intel's not going to say Apple no. is a VIP customer. Yeah, yeah. Well, if Apple says, "Hey, if they're not ready, we, we can go. We can go across the street." Yeah. Intel's like, "No, no, no, they'll be ready." Intel has <laughs> to have gotten shit. From, well, no, there's no alternative really for performance at that. I mean, the bulldozer stuff is good, but it, it's it's Sandy Bar performance, not next gen Sandy Bar. Right. I'm uh, not bulldozer. The the fusion stuff from AMD. Uh, the the I, I don't know. It's a it, it's an interesting situation, uh, and it gives for HP and and Lenovo and all the big ASUS, all the big vendors who are upset that my, Intel's been giving Apple exclusives on processors. Uh, you know, you don't hear about that coming out, but it, it has to. There have to be conversations about it. If I was Tim Cook, I'd just buy Intel. You know, let's talk about Tim Cook's um and oh the Goldman Sachs uh, the Goldman Sachs thing. Thing. I think I think the good points came out of that. I think some people um, were glad to hear him finally address the uh, the labor concerns. Well, yeah, there's. I mean, yeah, the, it's because the people are bored. That's why they keep killing themselves. It's boredom. No, well, suicide. Boredom. Well, first of all, okay. Let's well, again, let's not was. forget that the suicide rate. If I remember my reporting accurately, the suicide rate inside some of those companies is actually lower Foxconn, than the national suicide rate is lower than the lower than the national average in China. Yes, so I don't know why. I mean, obviously, it's terrible anytime commit suicide, but it's not like Foxconn is a suicide factory. Yeah. Wow, that'd be terrible. <laughs> that'd be the worst factory ever. It wouldn't be very productive. No. Well, well it would produce, well, a, lot, it would produce yes. a lot of dead bodies. Soylent Green. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> this, well, this is why we don't talk about real stuff. Uh, so uh, that's why this political podcast must happen. Two, two days ago, Tim Cook. I don't, I don't, I don't want to read enough of that political shit to do the political podcast. But I, re- I, so but full I, of rage. I read it anyway. I already take a lot of oh, input. I mean, there needs to be output. You got to spew. I just tweet saying. all the time. Yeah, you do tweet a lot. I do a tweet a lot of political stuff. Yeah. I've got a friend, about a good friend of mine, who is who does lean uh, towards the conservative side. So it's only fun if you can have someone that can come at it from the opposite yeah. perspective. Like right now, he's all befuddled because he's like very, he's very, he knows he's not going to vote for Obama. Yeah, because he's more right wing. Yeah, uh, but he's not liking any of the. When you write guys. down the name of your dog, you, you want to make him the Combs of your Hannity. Uh, well, vice versa. I know, but but, but the yes. personality wise, yes, yeah. the weekly, the meek one. No, no, no. I you don't want to have just someone you can beat up on. I get, I do that every week with you two guys. I, I need, <laughs> I, I need, I need, I need an equal. Like Killing the mic. <laughs> You're silenced, Witta. Silenced. I need someone who can challenge me intellectually. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. 
So, so, uh, so well, the kid will be cut. here in a few months. So, you know, the two-year-old. That's right. Up until then, you should have a lead. Yes. And then after that, then we can have a contest so you can dribble uh, down. Yeah, I, I, well, I do want to talk about um, the Tim business. Cook uh, speech, but you did um, bring something to my mind. Uh, sales. So, uh, I think iSupply did uh, I mean, estimates of how many um, tablets were sold over uh, the holiday season, and Apple sold 15 million iPads. Yeah. And their estimate, based on manufacturer surveys and retail surveys, is that uh, Amazon sold, I guess, Amazon, I don't know how they did it, but 3.9 million Kindle Fires. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's iPad still, 1 pace. It's still, I mean, it's it's great. If that's, iPad 1 pace is a great place to be. Uh, but for a product that was kind of shitty, they did. That's a lot of tablets sold. That's Kindle, a lot Kindle of really Fires, profoundly unhappy customers out there. Kindle Fires did not outsell the iPad. I, I shouldn't talk shit about that. I haven't installed that update. That supposedly made everything better. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, Kindle Fires did not outsell the iPad basically over the whole season, as uh, some of us speculated that it might have. Um, also, uh, it will be interesting to see the next quarter how so many it did, Kindle Fires. I, I was wrong about that. It didn't outsell yeah. the iPad, but it did sell very, very well. Uh, much clear, better clearly, than any other competitor. I'll get an egg ready for it's, you. It's not, like, uh, it's, not like, it's not like Amazon's going to go, well, that didn't work. Like, there's going to be another Kindle. They're gonna, this yeah, is they a have new, a lot to make better. This is a whole new th- direction they can now go in. Yep. So going back to the Tim Cook. They also uh, sold keynote. a ridiculous number of $79 Kindles. Yeah. I bet they sold so many of those, they'll actually tell us how many they sold. That's my prediction. I Apparently, don't. there are already a lot of uh, birth spooge uh, don't, memes. Don't don't <laughs> talk about. Remember, we, things we weren't going to talk about is the t-shirts that we're wearing and the memes. I Twenty twelve rules. I'm very proud of you for not mentioning the t-shirts, even though right. I kind of walked into you, by wearing a fairly wearing, interesting t-shirt. That's one of my favorite wanted, restaurants I, in San I, Francisco. I, I wanted to challenge you. We could go there for lunch. They have a, they have a restaurant now. All right, we'll check it out. Let's do that. Let's All do right. that. It's fantastic. Have you've not been yet. Have you? I, I usually just go to their place at the ferry building that that's, sells the awesome meat. Well, now they have a little restaurant next to the place in the ferry building where you Ooh. get hot dogs and, and burgers and stuff Ooh. like that. And they are awesome burgers. Oh, but Thai food is so good too. But this is better. <laughs> you said like a. Ch- but Thai food is so good. Well, too. we could go. We could go for appetizers at Thai, but and then ma'am. go to like God. We're like ladies who lunch. Right. <laughs> wow. That was just like okay. The kid from Curb. <laughs> that is such a Samantha thing to say. <laughs> no, the, 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 the kid from the last episode of Curb. Uh, oh, what the little gay kid? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sweet, merciful Jeebus. Tim Cook pronounced himself Apple's newest product and has said, "Hey." I'm wow! Way to take CEO. the New York Ted's New York Times headline. Yes, I Wait, what's going on? It was, everybody used the same headline. What's happening? What? So Tim Cook was the keynote speaker at a Goldman Sachs conference uh, earlier this week, right. and uh, the recording it was streamed live, and the recording is available on Apple's website. Uh, and it's the first time Tim Cook has. I mean, it was a moderate Q and A, but obviously. Only certain topics could be talked about, uh, but it's the first time he spoke kind of candidly uh, without being on a conference call. You know, the, like the investor financial call, financial call, call right? Uh, since he became CEO, right? And um, the the big broader takeaway is that he is very friendly and very he made a lot of jokes. He's affable. He's, very, he's, he's, he's affable. Totally affable. Which Steve is, chose wisely, which is a great thing for All a CEO to be. People Steve. people definitely like Tim Cook. He's yeah, um, who like? Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, I tell you what, they like most of all is those fucking quarterly results they just posted. Yeah, I mean, exactly. the, I mean, the guy could be fucking Hannibal Lecter, and Goldman Sachs would be loving this guy. There is, there is a like definitely <laughs> Goldman language. Sachs could be Hannibal. Lecter. He could be literally eating the brains of someone in the audience right now, and as long as they're looking at those balance sheets, they're like, this guy is the best. <laughs> it's not the brains; it's the hypothalamus. Get it right, man. Sweet, no, he eats the brains. brains. Sweet, Sweet brains. brains. Yeah, the hypothalamus. Hypothalamus. It's a section of the brainstem. It's a gland. He could be eating the guy's liver. 
Okay. With some okay. fava beans. There we go. That's more. That's so, exactly right. He did uh, answer some specific questions to lunch with you now. Uh, about Apple uh, for labor practices. So they announced that they're going to be announced. Uh, they will be reporting monthly on um, the state of labor, uh, the, the factories Good. where their products are made. Good. Uh, it's unprecedented, and there was some controversy over the uh, the firm that would be doing uh, the auditing, um, but. How much of that do you think them. is Super really? Do, how much of that do you think is really down to like Tim Cook can't sleep at night because he knows that these people are slaving in factories? How much is like this is a PR problem that we? Well, need it's to absolutely deal with. a PR. I problem. hope it's both. I mean, I like, because I Tim Cook is so both. tied to supply chain stuff and like he talks to the factory guys. Right. Uh, he. That's true. He's he can, very. Yeah. He's very hands on yes, in the supply exactly. chain. So he's yeah. responsible it's, it's, for a lot of this. A lot of the supply chain stuff. Yeah. Like the way they do supply chain is Tim Cook. Yes. Like the reason that, you know, iPods, they're sent from the factory basically to your house and not, there's no, it's, it's, there's no storeroom. Now, yeah. we've, we've said before that like Apple, obviously, Apple is, has become kind of the poster child for this because it's such a big company. It makes very heavy luxury goods. It's, it's, so it's easy to make that like, oh, here's like the Chinese slaves making your shiny iPad. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's probably correct. And that is a terrible thing that needs to be made better. Yeah. Um, they may, I mean, Nike and many they other. Move it to Malaysia. On, on the one hand, I go, well, is it really fair for Apple to be singled out because Nike and like very pretty much every company in the world, American company does the same. But you look at look at the made in label on pretty much anything you own. It's going to say China or Taiwan, Taiwan yep. or whatever. Um, Apple, however, maybe does deserve the extra pressure because they are so high profile. When your because head they are, sticks up above the crowd, and because they are so powerful, and now because they are one of the biggest corporations on the planet, mm-hmm. it maybe behooves them morally to exert the unique pressure that they can to effect some change. Right. Don't you think? Well, and p- part of the thing is the way they squeeze they – they are notorious for squeezing suppliers uh, down to the minutia of, the supp- of their supply chain. Right. Um, and, and that was OK when they were struggling and now that they're making you know, $20 billion right. a now, quarter. Now they, have the, now they have the powerful position. They should also be exerting ethical pressure and say, look, in order to do business with us – you need to provide this, 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 and this in terms of the technical quality and, this, and the speed and price. I mean, but you also need to hit this ethical checklist, which we will be monitoring you on. And if you fall behind, then we'll go get someone else yeah, and we'll do it. It's not like they're selling cheap goods. I mean, if they were selling uh, MacBook Airs for 500 bucks, you know, I'd take the sweatshop discount. But uh, they're not, and they're selling premium products for premium prices, so they should – Again, where the problem comes in – and again, it always just comes down to shareholder greed, is that even though Apple is making its shareholders extraordinarily rich and is posting insane numbers, those people always want more. And again, I said this before, if Tim Cook were to go to his shareholders and say, now look, we can make ethical conditions and work conditions much, much better for the millions of people that slave away to make you all rich, but you're going to have to take a tiny little bit of hit on your profit margin, they would all want him fired. And when you say shareholders, you mean you don't mean like the, the day traders, mom and pop people who, like, who own... No, I'm talking share. about the institutional exactly. investors, the yeah. big banks, the ones yeah. that get super rich. Yeah, the faceless multinational corporations, the Goldman yes. Sachses of the world. Yes. yes. So, people speaking to you just to be clear, I do not want the sweatshop discount. I was being facetious. If I was doing I would, I would... If I was Tim, if I was Tim Cook, I mean, you want... You'd want to you want to know how secure you felt in your position that they couldn't just fire you and or like you know vote you vote you out like you know they did it with jobs they can do it with anyone yeah. uh, that I would go to Tim Cook and say fuck you we're going to be just a little bit less evil I just I just want to I just want to bank a little bit in my account against going to fucking hell when I die yeah you're extremely rich you're just going to be slightly less extremely rich and maybe millions of people to have to suffer a little bit less if you don't agree with that you are fucking scum and i don't want your money in my company Gary. and then i get fired and then next thing you know i'm living under a bridge but you know what i can sleep under that bridge 
I sleep soundly. Well, I sleep to sleep because in the you're just. Moved because you know you're 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 ugling up his commute in his in his. That's right. I don't want to. I want to look at that. Mercedes. <laughs> I want to look at that poor person. Um, <laughs> get, the, truly, get, the, get the pick me guy to beat you. Jeeves, drive faster. <laughs> right. No, no, one percent norm comes with his ball peen hammer. Well, good, good and drop, the Tesla model, model X has tinted windows. Other ways. Yeah. So you don't oh, he's getting pore germs on my Tesla window. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if the car window just blocked out the? Anyway, never mind. Well, she give you an electric shock. It kills you. <laughs> oh. No. That's, that was in uh, that was in Robocop. <laughs> um, oh my God. This is this is truly truly men of the people. One less person leeching off the system. <laughs> no sarcasm. Uh, I don't want to talk about the iOS privacy stuff because no no no. We, I, I'm not done with the uh, the stuff with the Tim Cook. Well, it seemed like you have been. No, because oh, there's more Apple okay. stuff to talk about. Tim Cook talked about the <laughs> the big uh, amount of cash they have. And they how they're, a lot of they're very deliberate in yes. their purchases, and they're in their board uh, meetings. They are now talking more about um, how they're going to spend that money. No announcement of dividend, of course. Do they anything. talk about the underground layer, the volcano the, layer? No, the nope. rocket ship in Santa Clara. Well, that's definitely on on Sunnyvale, the radar. wherever. Um, Cupertino. Uh, also, uh, you talk about Apple TV a lot. And the reasoning of why they still consider Apple TV a hobby. Uh, Apple doesn't do hobbies, but they consider Apple TV a hobby because they feel like there is something there. But they still call it a hobby because they don't think the market is big enough. So they don't think that when they enter the market or the market that they're in, they, they can't make an impact as much as they have with other, uh, other product categories. That's really all I wanted to say. You should listen to the investment call I if did. you're interested it was in Apple. Um, the, the Apple not TV the stuff call, is good. The, the conference they're, keynote. They're not. I mean, the the upshot is they don't think they can make the returns on it they want, and and or that investors are going to want, but that it's an interesting place to be. I think that's all that needs to be said, though. Really. Uh, next topic: Path and the iOS address book kerfluffle. Kerfuffle. Is there an extra L there? I always say that wrong. I think. Executable. Oh, Obama's in town? Fuck, traffic's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, you should just plan on staying over here. All right. Thanks for the focus on the podcast. Uh, so Path has uh, – we've talked about Path on the podcast before. It is a small a network, uh, an app designed to build small social networks. So uh, if I add everybody I've ever known to Facebook well, not, and Twitter – Right, small social networks, but it's not like you can build multiple social networks no, 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 with no. the app. You that are – That would be nice. Um, it's It's – Replacement for Facebook, but encourages you actively encourages you to have a fewer number of people yeah. uh, in your network to the point that they um, disallow any. So over. the analogy I use now is I use Path for people I really care about, Twitter for people I kind of care about, and Facebook for people I don't really care about. Well, I'm glad I'm not one of your Twitter followers. Then we talk on Facebook all the time. Well, if path, you're part of all yeah, three, then Path is the, the inner circle of trust. It's yeah. more right. intimate. You can share your location. You can share things. So you know it's going to people, you know, good friends and stuff like that. So it's, you got to curate it very carefully. I, I had a bunch don't of let friends, just anyone into your path. I, I have a bunch of friends who had secret Twitter accounts that were locked in private and only had 20 followers. Uh, and you don't need all, that anymore. All of those have gone away because they're all on Path now. Yeah. Right. So uh, the story is that Path got into some trouble uh, because an engineer found out that uh, – they are storing, uh, not only uh, taking your address information, your contact information, but storing it. Um, and it blew up into a big deal where the CEO of Path had come out and apologized that they wouldn't do anymore. Um, and they would have to ask users uh, before they do that. I mean, it's, it's a system where if, if you create an account, uh, you say, oh, your friends from your contacts list also are on Path. Would you like to add them? It does that by uploading your address book to their servers, and then they find out from there 
which of your friends actually use your service. I, Every other – many, many other services use this. Twitter, Instagram – well, Instagram doesn't anymore. Twitter's going to fix it too. Uh, this is something that as somebody who understands how computers work, when it said, hey, do you want me to find friends from your address book? I just assumed it was doing this and yeah. it was kind of OK with it because it's my address book. It's not my data. It's all my friends' data. Right. But the fear is that in some in, in some parts of the world, that the address book data is very private and precious. Yeah, and there's, and, there's been a, a Silicon Valley reporter slash angel investor, whatever the fuck that means, pissing match that we're not going to talk about we're not gonna talk it's about inside that. baseball and boring. Uh, but the, the idea of privacy in general, I mean, what, what levels of privacy you should expect from these mobile applications? And, you know, do you need more dialogue boxes asking for your permission? Or do you want just to have, you know... CEOs beg for your Well, the point is Apple needs to um, – but one of the things that Android does do well is when you install the app, when, when a developer uploads an app to the Android market, then they have to say here's what this app does uh, on, a, on a kind of list of potential security things that users yeah. might want to know about. Right. So when you install the app – most people don't read that fine print. Most say, people okay. don't. But the thing is it's there for the people who care. Right. And if you don't read it, then it's your fault, not the app developer. Also, I, that's why I, I think it's bullshit that those Twitter apps and Facebook apps, when you allow permission, they, they all of them have permission, full permission to full permission to post to your Twitter feed yeah. and Facebook feed. Fuck that. This yeah. here's, here's my take on it. When when this story broke, um, I got a lot because it's no. Like, I post a lot of stuff from Path. People know I'm on Path. I've, I've recommended. It. I've said it's a great app. You should try it out. I've been kind of a cheerleader for it. That when this story happened, I got a lot of tweets from me going, oh, look what's happened to your address book path. Oh, aren't you outraged? Honestly, I didn't give a fuck. You know, you know why I wasn't outraged? Because this is not news to me. I already knew they were doing this because yeah. I've got fucking common sense. Social media privacy, the very concept of it is, a, is an illusion. You are a fool. You if should, you're on Facebook you or Path or Twitter or Google Plus or Pinterest or any of these places and you think that your information... Is, is not being used and, and kept and, used and, and made to monetize things for advertisers. You're an idiot. Of course it is. You should read Nick Bilton's thing in the, in the New York Times. Okay, what's he saying? Just, just, I don't want to paraphrase. It's too complex. Just well, give the me the gist of it. The, the gist is that uh, it's important for transparency because there are places in the world where your address book it can be incredibly damaging to you and the people you loved, uh, you love, should should there be like we live in a place where the secret right. police don't kick down the door? My point, my and that's very valid. Right. And my point, my point is this: if until that transparency arrives, which I don't think it ever will, stay off social networks. But Nick, because Nick's, you're because you're a fool to think that you, that you have privacy there. It's and and it's and it's anathema. It's it's counterintuitive to expect privacy on services that are all about sharing your personal information that are monetized. The entire business model of Facebook is taking your personal information and selling it to advertisers. If you don't want any part of that, Agreed. get off it. Agreed. All I'm saying is Nick's point is that in Silicon Valley, we have developed a, a history of uh, a, a culture of fuck up and ask forgiveness, not do it right the first time because everybody's in a big hurry. Doing it right the first time is the right way to solve this problem. Uh, just everybody should read the New York Times piece of use social networks. That's that's it. Uh, it was on. I don't know if we linked it because we thought it was inside baseball and lame, but uh, it was on my Twitter feed a few days ago, and I'll link it again after. It's the on podcast. their bits blog. Yeah, it's on. It's on New York Times bits. That's exactly right. It's Nick Bilton. Search for path and path and iOS address book, and it'll pop right up. Uh, it's it's a, a required reading, I think, because it it makes you think about it in a little bit different way, which is important. Uh, Sony's RFID pe- uh, power cables. This is a dumb story, I think. Let's move on. 
Yeah, uh, Sony's developing technology that will require authentic. Uh, authenticating uh, devices before you can charge them. And the big scare is that, oh, you know, five years down the line, ten years down the line, you won't be able to go to Starbucks and charge for free. You'll have to buy a coffee and then get permission to charge. Um, but Paul, So, oh, I thought this was for about power bricks and not using the wrong power bricks with the No, wrong I'm, I'm talking about power outlets. So this is, this is literally DRM for power outlets, yes. HGCP for power outlets. Yeah. That's bananas. Why would yeah. anybody think this is a good idea? Well, because some places, maybe some retail outlets in the future or airports and stuff want to make money because people want to make money. Nothing's free. Fuck Sony. P- power isn't Sony free. Sony has done dumb things in the past. You know what? I, I, you know, this could be a profit center for Norm Manor. You could replace the power outlets yeah. in the common areas so this is like and when track I, people's power so, usage. So like basically, this, this, it, maybe I'm reading this wrong, but the situation would be I go to an airport, plug in, and I actually get like a pop-up on my device saying, would you like to buy some power? Yep. Fucking hell. That is, <laughs> that is scary, but also kind of awesome. Like, yeah. You know that's going to happen. You could tell, like, the, the airports and, like, you know, the cities are going to want to implement this. You know what? You don't have a right to free power. You're, you're basically leeching off the airport's That's power supply. That's not what Kanye taught me. Well, I, he's, he's saying that you shouldn't have all that power. You should have to pay for no, it. No, here's the thing, though. You know when you go to an airport and when you take off, you pay a service fee, and when you land, you pay a service fee, and you don't know about it because it's written into the price of the ticket? Mm-hmm. But, but the airport gets five bucks on either side or ten bucks, depending on where you're going and which airport it is. Yeah. That pays for my fucking vacuum cleaner power outlet. Does it? What, because you've decided it does? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Just like the AT&T service fees that aren't really service fees for the feds uh, give me the right to bitch about AT&T. So, g- so given that you feel service. like you've already prepaid for that power, yeah. does, do you, are you annoyed when you can't find any power outlets I around? just go over and be like, look, I already paid for this power. Get off my outlet. So the, but they've also yeah. paid for it. They, no, maybe not. Maybe they're employees. <laughs> The optimistic spin on this yeah. is that it will be technology that will be used for uh, improving efficiency and uh, regulating power consumption in the house, in the home. So, you know, smart devices will automatically turn off and, and RFID will turn. And I do not believe this. Be smart enough to. I do not. <laughs> this is a technology that is purely evil. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about but, it. Have you, do you guys, if you, have you guys, either of you been to Marin lately? Because yeah. they, they're doing the smart – like up in, up in West Marin in, in the crazy hi, uh, hippie I don't know areas. where that is. Well, by the ocean. Like uh, by Montega, uh, 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 Bodega Bay and all Oh, I've been stuff. up there a few – well, not recently. But yeah, I know what you mean. So we were up in – I can't remember the name of the town but some little town. And there were signs all over the place that said PG&E smart meters cause cancer. Uh. I understand what those, where those people are coming from. I have one of those now. What, a, a cancer-causing smart meter? The smart meter. Yeah. The guy came in. You have, you have to have it. Yeah, you have no choice. Yeah. Fascism. Mm. Uh, th- this Electric fascism. I, That'd be a cool name for a band. So, yeah, yeah the electric fascism experience. Or, yeah, it's yeah. Good. The electric company. Um, I, I, this is, I feel like we're missing a Electric fascism should be the title of the podcast. Because I don't understand. I was going to call it's, it. It's in the Mind hole, Palace. But what were you going to call it? The Gaping Hole. Because no. I said that like six no. times. And it's no, no. Offensive. I thought you were trying to get away from all that double entendre stuff. How did you say that word? Double entendre. Double? Double? It's French. Double? There's a double intention. There's a double meaning behind the word. I understand the phrase. I'm just saying you pronounce Learn double. Learn to French. You, you pronounce <laughs> double in a, in a novel way. Yes. In, yes, I used I, I, in another, the way that another language would say it. That's crazy. I'm, I'm glad that other cultures You're are so in America amusing now. to me. Oh, they don't speak American. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Adobe 6, Adobe Photoshop uh, 6, CS6. 
Uh, uh, there's, there's crazy. You Adobe know? has always found interesting ways to make uh, the Photoshop, <laughs> for some reason, more compelling. Photoshop 4 was like the last Photoshop I thought I'd ever have to upgrade to. And before that, I thought 3. And now we're on 5. And the feature in 5 that's kind of awesome is content-aware fill. Have you used this feature? Oh, yeah, I saw it's that. It's one where you like, if you they delete... They made a big deal out of it, yeah. yeah. if you delete a circle or delete any selected area, then it'll automatically analyze the stuff around it right. and replace it. And it'll be, it's good for taking people out of scenery. So like if someone's standing in front of a tree and I raise yeah. them, the tree gets filled yes, in behind it's them. it's smart. Right. It analyzes, it knows like it's not just a, a rubber stamp tool where you're... Does like, it actually look good, though? Yeah, some pic- in good detailed photographs or stuff with patterns, it looks really good. Okay. Um, and in CS6, which I think is due um, later this year, uh, they, be a, a, they had an Adobe event um, last year where Rain Wilson from The Office uh, emceed it, and they showed off a really cool feature, which is de-blurring. Yeah, there's big money. Um, I got to be someone like Rain Wilson. There's big money in those corporate gigs. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you if you don't mind like if you're an actor or something and you don't have any kind of editorial integrity, then you could make a Show lot of up, chilling stuff. Tell a few gags, they give you the name of such such and such in marketing. Oh, you know, make a joke about him. Fifty grand and you're out. Probably more than that. Actually, Kevin Pollock played uh, a thing that we went to at Vegas last year. He did the PC build. PC build race that they didn't do this year. Yeah. Uh and and told some nerd jokes and made fun of the chubby guy and you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, on daily bail, on daily I'm telling basis. you, those private yeah. gigs, that's where the moolah is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there's me de-blurring, which is, we've only seen it in demos. I can't wait to actually try that out. It enhance is, that. It really is enhanced. You take, if someone takes a blurry photo, it will... Uh, the guys at the CSI correct. lab are going to love yeah. that. Uh, the, the feature they announced yesterday uh, in a video is basically an extension of content-aware fill, except it's content-aware moves. So in real time, as you move an object from one picture, like if I crop Will out from a photo and I move him to the other side of the room. I like it already. It will fill in and uh, it will look like he was there the whole time. Why, why did you use me as the example of what you're going to crop out? Well, because I was talking to Gary. A dog or a mountain. I was talking to Gary and I wanted to include poles. you in See, the conversation. Keep me in, in, a, keep me in the context. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, no other person. If the thing you remove is telephone poles. That's, that's not removing. The I, one. This is not remove. This oh. is move. So I'm moving you from yeah, one he's place to another. Moving you over yeah. here. And so you're putting me someplace more awesome or less putting awesome? You, putting you over in the corner, did, away did from specify. the fun people. Are you making me look cool? This not sp- specify. Oh. Mm. I think you're reading a little too much into it. It was perfectly innocuous. Lego Minecraft coming this summer. I wish I cared about Minecraft as much as I do about Lego. Do you care about yeah. the process? Uh, I think were you on the podcast where we talked about how people how they submitted the design? Um, I, I mean, I've read a little bit about it. Yeah, so there's a, there's a site. Uh, I think it's Kusu C U U S O O. Right. I'm not sure exactly how you pronounce that, but people can submit their own MOCs. Yes, where we saw a bunch of cool um, stuff on there. Yeah, you know the, the Batman so the, tumbler the Batman stuff. Yeah. look great. Yeah. So uh, designs that people. I think you need 10,000 votes, and people have to sign up for accounts, and you know. And these are and these are being considered survey. for Lego to actually make them into a real yes. product. Yeah, it's like a community. Site so for once Lego. you right. once you reach 10,000 uh, upvotes. But it's not as easy as upvoting as like on Reddit, where mm-hmm. you actually have to sign up for an account, you have to tell, answer a few questions. How much would you pay for this? You know, right, right, why do right. you like this? How much Lego do They're you buy They're doing their here? own market research. Exactly. Um, Minecraft was the latest project, the second project to actually make it past the ten thousand. Do they ask uh, for your proof. VIP number? They don't ask for my IP number. Your VIP number. Oh, v- no, they didn't ask for my IP. What was the, what was the first like, project that got adopted? Uh, a Japanese submarine. That was okay. an anniversary. So it actually looked pretty cool like too. From, okay. the, from World War Two. So 
Uh, Minecraft made it past because it was in in line with you know the Lego's philosophy, you know their approach to things. It's about yeah, building. And I'm sure they got a lot of interest because it's a big community. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was approved, and it went it went through the whole panel, and they announced today the pricing, availability, and also the designs, what the kit would look like. Yeah. So um, it's not going to be a complete series, like it's not going to be like the Star Wars license or the, the no Batman it's just a couple license. of things. It's just one couple kit. Sets. Oh, just one, one set. set. Okay. And it's thirty five dollars. And that set, it's like built buying the treehouse set, you know, the the, the Apple yeah. treehouse set. Yeah. It's a, except this set looks like Minecraft. It does look like a piece of the Minecraft world. Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked pretty cool. Built with standard Lego pieces. Yeah. And you can kind of configure the colors it the way are you pleasing. Want. It looks good. Yeah. I just, I, I've never played Minecraft. It's my little blind spot for me. I never really played Minecraft, so I'm not, I don't care about it. It's not really something you play. It's more something you experience. I'm not, I've not experienced it, so I don't care. So it's coming out summer 2012, and I think the process of how this was approved and, and vetted uh, is more interesting than the actual final product I, I'm itself. I'm interested to see if more if this sells well enough that they do more. more. There are so this. many things I would like to see more than that. But they're all licensed. They would all probably be licensed things. Well, so it's like licensed. I know. They, I mean, but Notch license. is probably a fairly yeah. easy guy to deal with, I would imagine. He seems pretty chill. Yeah, he's one dude. It's not like yeah. going like they saying we want Star Trek Lego, and they're all, oh, shit, now we've got to go talk to the Star it, Trek people. It's funny because I remember like two GDCs ago, we, I, we bumped into Notch. And I was like, oh, hey, you're the Minecraft dude. And I bet now the dude can't walk around the floor at GDC without getting mobbed. He has his own convention. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, The other thing on the Lego front is the Star Wars license was renewed. They announced that the Star Wars license is renewed for another 10 years. So those, those, they said, have been selling better each generation (laughs) than the one before. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of the old kits come back. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, I've been looking at some out. of the old Star Wars Star Wars Lego that exists before I really got into it. There was a cl- there was a great so cloud you mean before a month ago. There was a great Cloud City set. There was some really good stuff out there that I wish I had got in back in the day. But maybe they'll bring some of this stuff back. I just hope that they continue to do bring back more original trilogy stuff and not that other garbage. Well, yeah. there was a post I think on the I think it was the Gaff thread where they sh- some guy had all three versions of the uh, Luke's uh, land um, speeder, oh, speeder. Mm. Okay. and the evolution of that design uh, since Lego first had the Star Wars license has been actually really interesting. The newest yeah. one definitely looks the best, so you can expect improvements. I mean, they've done X-wing so many times, and the newest X-wing looks. The great. new X-wing is well, a great is a great design. You've never been on the Minecraft server, have you? No. So you've never seen the the town that has been built in your honor, Gary Wittesburg. I wasn't aware that such a thing existed. Yeah, it's it's there. It's a it's a I'm, monument to everything, Gary. I'm very flattered. Yeah. I'm not still not going on Minecraft, but <laughs> fair enough. It's like if like it's like if you told Gary like somewhere in Indonesia, Indonesia there's a there's like a small village with a, shri- <laughs> a, Gary, a Widow shrine. Statue of that, Gary that I might go to see if it actually existed in the real world. Okay. Uh, so that'll do it for news this week, unless we have anything else. Anything else we've forgotten? I think that's the whole. Perhaps, whole... yeah, because also I could like maybe rule them like a god. Yeah, of course. If there's a seventy foot statue, of course. I yeah. command you to bring me hot dogs. Well, it's just, it, that you know that's a that's a uh, you know that's one of those things from Hitchhiker's Guide that I don't think ended up in the books, but was in the radio series where Arthur Dent stumbles upon a planet where there's a seventeen mile high statue of Arthur Dent, drop flipping you know spilling the tea or something. It's, mm. it's a funny. No, it's always like Janestown. I don't know what Janestown is. That's from Firefly. You probably wouldn't have heard of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Janestown? It's either Janestown or Janestown, but it's where they built the statue of him because they think he's a hero to the town, but he's really not. But they all all worship him. That's that's Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin? Yeah, Jane. Who's Adam Baldwin? He's the big big lummox. He's the 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 Baldwin that's not a Baldwin. Oh, okay. Good talk. Uh, I'm going to play some music, and then let's talk about what we've been testing.
what have you been testing this week, Norman? Um, I want to talk about Clear App. <laughs> My <laughs> feelings about Clear App are abundantly clear. What's Clear? It's uh, not. This is not the airport security thing, is it? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. That was a good thing. Clear. That was cool. Mm, I liked yeah. that back in the day. Died. I know. It came back. Did it? It's yeah. not the same. Okay. All right. So what's you this? Still have clear? To take your shoes off. Um, okay. This is a really stupid to-do list app that doesn't do anything novel except for have really cool shiny UI. Uh, but it doesn't let you post things longer than 17 characters or 15 characters or something like that. And it doesn't sync it to the cloud. And you can't access it on your PC. But it looks really pretty. Yeah, you, you, right. Have you just been sucked in by the gloss of it then? Norm has. I think the gloss is I think it's very shiny. I admit part, the, the gloss of Path and how beautifully the aesthetic of the app is is a big reason why I got sucked yeah. into it. I like the shiny things. What is that? That's clear. Oh, it just looks like a like a check mark to me. Well, that's the instructional guide. It needs instructions. It's that advanced. Seven pages of instructions. All right. Okay. Um, I mean, you, you haven't really sold it, me on it. it. Look, no, it's bad. Don't don't spend money on it. It's stupid. We did it app of the day. I think it's today or tomorrow. I can't remember which one. Our app but, of the our apps of the day recommendations. Like, can you have an app of the day? Sometimes that you they're notable. Sucks? Okay. Notable. Some, yeah, sometimes it's just because people are. Well, like about sing them. crap of the day for the bad ones. Yeah, I, I stopped doing that actually. But thanks for crap it of out. the day. Yeah. Well, crap, 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 <laughs> crap of the day. Yeah, oh, crap, everyone crap, needs to have a, gr- a good crap of the day. The question is, do you have your crap of the day in the morning or the evening? Oh my god. Sometimes I don't go at all. <laughs> really? That's not good, those, are, those are always no, bad should, days. You should, you, should, you should have a crowd. Don't, as, don't hold it in. When you get to my age, regularity is nothing. You can't just... <laughs> they, they I have some... I, John Stamos has take, some yogurt for I'm going to be taking Activia and fucking sending videos to Jamie Lee Curtis at this rate. I bet she'd love that. Hey, look what I made, Jamie Lee. <laughs> my mom's going to be really graphic, though. Like, I'm going to put the iPhone in the toilet bowl and you can see me shitting into the toilet. And Jamie Lee Curtis will be like, Oh, no, this is not the kind of video I wanted. We can't put this on TV. Why? 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 It was a. It was a. It's going to be like really sick. It Welcome to a, your new normal, Jamie. I'm going to be like oh. the puppet from Saw, shitting into my iPhone <laughs> and making Jamie Lee Curtis I'm watch turning it. Turning your mic down. This is terrible. Um, FaceTime, so, ass time. Yeah, FaceTime. <laughs> Fe- it'd be feces time. Equal time. Fe- FaceTime. For the love of God, don't eat corn. Don't just, eat corn. Just, just keep blocking my number and like keep stalking. Her. Who's this? Oh, that's terrible. Thanks for that activity, Jamie. I'm much more regular. You can be expecting regular emails from me. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you have your own special YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, oh, that's, that's bad. Uh, what were we talking uh, about? We were talking about TweetBot. Which, oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so I like TweetBot. Did I? So we did TweetBot with some of our apps of the year, and I actually didn't use it. Um, I went. I went back because I never updated Twitter for iPhone to the shit version. Same. I'm. I'm stubborn about many things, and even though a lot of people have been saying to me, "Tweetbot, Tweetbot, Tweetbot," like I'm. St- I like the. I like the official Twitter app. What, what broke it was like, the Twitter app lately has started being shitty. It's real bad. Like every time I want to click on a link, it wants me to sign into the web page. What the fuck is that? I don't want to yeah, do that. It doesn't work right. So I broke down. Eh, three bucks. The only thing that sucks is not. It should be a universal app, don't you think? Instead of paying um, three bucks for each, you know, I I spend three or four dollars on coffee each day, and I use Twitter every single day, multiple times. I know. I feel like it's probably an expenditure that I'm, I can afford. You know what? I'm beca- I'm that person that I complain about with whining about spending three dollars on an app, which I, is actually a good app. Yeah. Well, the iPad version is a little bit more expensive, I think, but it's still no. The they're both, is, both three bucks. Both three bucks. Totally worth it. Three I'm, bucks well spent. I, I'm still learning the the new stuff about it, like swiping left and right to see conversations and replies and things. But I love that you can see a pre image previews embedded in the uh, yeah. timeline. Um, it's got a lot of great stuff. I like that it shows you how many tweets you've got before you know you're all fully refreshed. It's great. I like it. Tweetbot. 
I yeah. recommend it. I, I think it's quite good. Uh, key stuff, you can mute people. You can mute hashtags. You can mute uh, clients. Oh, my God. Leah loved that when I told her you can mute people and like put it. Because remember, we talked about Twitter timeouts, right? Yeah. We wanted that feature. This has it. Yeah, yeah, it's like they read our brains and the, made the app. The granularity on the on the time isn't enough. Like, I wish you could just do for like three hours. But I. Oh, what like, are the options? Because I'm like, trying I think to a day is the minimum. Oh. Um, so I muted you for a day when we were doing the video, but it wasn't anything personal. I unmuted you. When, when we you were doing the we video? Well, we did the app of the day for it. Oh, it was I after see. the day yesterday. The day I, I doubt you missed anything. Um, let's see. The other stuff it does, you can you can use a search or a list as your main timeline instead of the main timeline. Right. So if like if you like, one of the things I have is I like to, I follow a bunch of people because I I uh, you know I I like to keep up on that, but I don't always want to like if I just want to check Twitter and see what my friends are doing, then I have a list that's specifically for that. And I've actually been using that as the main list on my phone. Right, so it's like Google Google Plus Circles. Kind of, yeah. It works the same way. Uh, I think that's really good. You can set it to be – you can give it a quiet time so that it doesn't give you notifications between midnight right. and 6 I, like, I love that, that too. Fantastic. I've been saying for a while that apps should have that. Yeah, especially, sleepy, sleepy time windows. Especially if you have some friends. That's my technical name for I, it. <laughs> I think iOS should have I think phone OSs should have that. They absolutely uh, should. There are apps you can use to do that in in uh, on Android, but obviously Apple doesn't allow low-level access to the OS. Like my, I've got the New York Times set to push big – like if it's a really big breaking news story, New York Times will push a, a, a notification. Yeah. But like 3 o'clock in the morning – I'm not the president. I don't give a fuck what's going on in Syria at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's someone else's problem. That's exactly about, when shit would go tell down Tell me about in it in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, because time zones. So I can never be the president. Isn't How it? do they work? Are you ready for that 3 a.m. call? No, I'm fucking not. Oh, no, leave me alone. I was up playing Skyrim last but night. But Mr. President, in Israel, uh, bombs. And I'm like, uh, it'll still be there in the morning. And no, it, it won't. Not so much. Uh, well, that's not my problem. Yeah. I'm a- sleeping. Apple released new OS. It is what? your problem. What? 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 iPad 3 confirmed. <laughs> Get to the situation room immediately. <laughs> Get Steve Jobs on the Get line. Get Tim Cook no, on the hotline. Tim Cook on the line. I cleaned off my desk at home. Brilliant! I know that's not it was. Uh, I use pledge wipes. The, the oh, okay. Yeah. So this is how we make it. What we've been yeah, testing. Um, and uh, I threw a bunch of stuff out because I just had. I realized that on top of the stuff that I cared about, there was a thin layer of garbage, and then there was another layer of stuff I cared about, and then more garbage. Okay. The lesson here is keep your desk clean, kids. Yes, Gary, use a new popcorn popper. I got uh, so Leah. Really, I give her credit for this. So Leah is all about eating. Um, you know, while she's pregnant, she really wants to eat organic, natural food. She doesn't want yeah. to eat a lot of chemicals and bullshit. As opposed to the garbage that you guys normally eat. Well, no, we, I mean, we usually, I know, I we usually eat better. But again, even now, she's got a higher standard for it now. You know, any meat we have in she the house. She caffeine and all that stuff, Yeah, too? she well, she she had a little sip of caffeine the other day. Like, practically batted the, the cup out of her hand. I'm like, what are you doing? Wow, Can't, so you're that guy. Yeah. I'm okay. super protective about the about the, the baby. Yeah. Well. As, yeah. as, you know, I think it's a natural thing. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, all, like, even the so, even, even our dog and cat seem more like you know, right. their, their behavior is changed. It's just a hormonal thing. It's what it's what we do. I just see. I have this picture of Huey and the cat. I can't remember the cat's name. Zooey. Zooey standing out on the is Zooey French too. That's a weird pronunciation for. Is it it's from F, F. Scott Fitzgerald? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so they sit out on the balcony all by themselves, looking in at the three of you, you Leah and the baby, just. Anyway. Well, the the cat is more kind of snuggly, and the dog is more like aggressive derpy. when people yeah, the dog dog knock at the door derpy. and stuff. Yeah, but he's a he's little a more nice he's dog. a little more of a guard dog these days. He'll be protective, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, and, and, and I found that myself. So anyway, the point being that Leah wants to eat natural, organic foods right now. Yeah, and we like popcorn. She yeah. especially likes popcorn, but it's very hard to find popcorn that is just popping up a bunch of like pick up a, a, a box of even like Newman's own like organic pot. It's got a bunch of shit in it. 
Ma- um, microwave popcorn is bad. Yeah, microwave popcorn you want to stay away from. Right. And even like, I like, I like to make Jiffy Pop on the stove. That's fun, but again, yeah. it's the same shit. Yeah. So what Leah does now, she got a $20 air popper. 20 bucks. Yeah. It's a little air popper. Mm-hmm. You throw this, you get, you, she got some pop secret, which is, and when you actually buy just the unpopped corn kernels, yeah. that is a, that is natural. It says on the ingredients, in, uh, the ingredients, uh, corn, corn kernels. That's well, it. Well, if you there's organic popcorn and then there's regular popcorn, but right. you, for the but like the but red there's and Bob's no red nothing pill. added. There's yeah. no nonsense or anything. Right. And you put and what I actually was amazed was it's quicker. Than, it's even quicker than the microwave. <laughs> you turn on the and you get the satisfaction <sighs> of seeing it all like you know blowing up, out geysering out of the popcorn popper into the bowl. And we got some, um, you know, melted. And there's a little thing on the top where you can put some butter, and the heat of the air melts the butter. I love vindication. Pour the butter on. I love being vindicated. Yeah, but we're not. We're, not, we're still not doing like the crazy old timey hand crank you, thing. You, you were doing. You what? The whirly pop. Yeah, Norm said the whirly pop. Is the whirly yeah. pop good? It's good. You, when I said, hey, you should try the whirly pop. It's much better than that microwave garbage. Because the whirly pop air popper, not exactly the same thing, but the the quality popcorn is close to the same. Yeah. Hey, look! When my eyes have been opened, I'm willing to admit it. I just, this is, I just, simply, I'm happy that you've moved into a bigger world. I'm not, I don't want to. I'm yeah. not, I'm not it's really I told you so or anything like that. Oh, and I tell you what, I really discovered. We discovered salt and vinegar popcorn seasoning that you put on. But you isn't that on just the, the same garbage that's in the in the thing? Well, that's for me, though. I can have that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. It doesn't matter how how long you last. No, Leah just Leah just melts some butter and puts natural butter and a little bit of sea salt on yeah, top, and then she's got her natural popcorn. And I'll put buffalo fucking shit on it, all kinds of stuff. So, not, not actual buffalo shit, but like no, buffalo be, flavored stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the things that, that I would be bad. Do, uh, is we get that emerald, the essence stuff that they sell. It's oh, yeah. It's just like three different kinds of powder. Yeah. And I pop, pop some of that on the popcorn with a little bit of butter. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Well, I put some of that uh, devil dust that I got from uh, oh, that's good. That, that market in Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, they're spicy. Um, herbs. So I use the whirly pop. I do a half a cup, two tablespoons of oil, and turn it real slow over like medium high heat. And it takes like four minutes. It's really good. And, yeah, and we only put. It's amazing how much it pops up. We only put a little bit in, and then you think, "Oh yeah. shit, we're going to need a bigger bowl." It's still coming out. Yeah. Well, the problem with the, the one problem with the whirly pop is if you put too much in, then it can make a real explosive bad situation. It turns out popcorn will catch on fire. This is. It's almost up there with the uh, with the Zojirushi in terms of a great a great product for like only twenty bucks. It's amazing. Well, the whirly pop is twenty bucks too. Just to be clear. Okay. And it uses fire you already have. Um, uh, other stuff we've been testing. Uh, one password. I I so we talked. Oh, about you finally password. got onto. That. I've been using that for a while now. So, well, I've been. I used it for a while for new stuff, but I hadn't kind of made the transition to old. Like to, putting all, putting all your stuff on it. Well, no, all my stuff was on it, but I hadn't I hadn't gone the full way and switched my old bad passwords to new good passwords, and right. I started doing that, which is real up and down. So when I'm on my home computer or one of the machines that I one password installed on, which is like. My desktop at home, my laptop that I use for work, my iPad, my iPhone, no problem. Awesome. I have everything. I can copy and paste, whatever. Um, and I have these ridiculous, like, 22-character letters, symbols, numbers, capitals, you know, ZYM4 plus a- yes. asterisk, whatever. High security strength it, I mean, it doesn't matter, ultimately, but whatever. That's great. The moment I come to another computer, I'm like, oh, I need to sign into Twitter on this podcast machine. I don't have one password installed here. I'm like, let me open up my iPhone where I have the list of passwords. And I go and I look at the iPhone, the the Twitter password, the new super secret Twitter password. And it's – I'm like, well – Right. You're not going to want to type that in manually. There's no way I'm typing this in. I'm right. But that's, but that's why you just go onto the 1Password website or Dropbox or you put the extension on any other browser that you use commonly at your work or whatever and just get it that way. Yeah, but, but – 
the only place it breaks down is on the computers. I don't want to have one password installed because I only have a limited number of installs for that. And, you know, you don't want to. Blow I know, but how many other computers are you on on a regular well, I basis? Bought, so I bought the five pack for Mac and Windows. So right. The Gina's laptop has it. My desktop has it. My laptop has it. At the time, I was using a desktop at work, too. So the laptop was kind of an in-between computer. Um, so, I mean, I guess I could put it here, but it seems like a waste. Yeah, yeah. it probably is. Yeah. Um, so I just use Twitter from my phone. It's mm. the other side of that now. But I, I think it's a fantastic thing. It's a little bit expensive for what it is. Or if you're using Chrome or whatever, just put, you know, just do the laborious, type the password in one time, have Google save it, and you're all good. Yeah, but... But then other people would come in. Literally, people like me. Literally, there's no way that I can type the password. <laughs> like, these passwords, they're so ridiculously long, and they're so convoluted, I'd, I'd muck it up somehow. Okay. Um, We're uh, past two hours, so... Ooh. Really? Well... Yeah. Not from when we started, from when the recording started. <laughs> Past two hours. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's take a question. Let's take a couple questions. Norm, are you ready to go? Are you hungry? Is that what I'm getting? I got to use the bathroom, but well, uh, I, I can hold. should have done that before you started. Uh, hold on just a sec. If you have questions, send them to podcastattested.com. Keep them short. 45 seconds or uh, is better. Under a minute is required. Uh, make sure you listen to them that they sound good. Don't send WMA and don't record them from underneath a moving car or airplane or something like that. Here is the first question. It's about tea. I think I forgot to listen to this one, so it'll be a surprise for everyone. Hey, Tested Crew. I'm writing to you from Miami. I've been meaning to get into tea, and I was wondering if you guys have tested any gadgets for brewing tea or had any recommendations on how to get into tea, what's the best uh, tea out there, I guess, and what gadgets to use. Gary, I guess uh, you'll be knowledgeable, being from England and whatnot. That's uh, racist. Yeah, thanks, guys. Love the podcast. I think that's placist, actually. Uh, tea. So we tested that $250 Breville robotic kettle, uh, which is really neat, but is ridiculously overpriced you for what use it, it is. Uh, yeah, but I use it to make coffee. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's robot arm. I, I raises the... The reason I use it is because you can set the temperature on the on the water, uh, not not because the robot arm is. I mean, the robot arm's cool, and I when I do make tea, I use it. But more often than I not, I think you get a cheap just, five dollar teapot, and I'm fine with that. Right, I mean, the, as long as the the tea is separated from the leaves, and you yeah. have a good container for the leaves and a good filter. Well, that's good. And the other thing is, it, unless you're drinking black tea, with, where the temperature is really easy, because black tea you brew at 212 degrees boiling, basically you pour the water over it. Um, then you want to uh, 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 you might want an electric kettle or something that'll let you more finely control the temperature because like oolong and white tea and green tea you, you brew at lower temperatures. I mean, I can give you the Eng- my my perspective as an Englishman on this. Yeah, um, Lipton sucks. Well, I I don't think I'd ever heard of Lipton tea before. I came. Tea is very different here in America. Tea is coffee is what tea is to us, right? Like you drink coffee all the time, we drink tea all the time, and tea here is kind of more of a gourmet fancy time thing like yeah. when the first time I, I first time i went to a restaurant and asked for a cup of tea and they brought over this fucking mahogany presentation box <laughs> with all these different flavored tea bags what the fuck is this i asked for a cup of tea so when you ask for a cup of tea what do you expect like english breakfast well, I, don't, I mean orange pico i don't know what I I, I I don't do it anymore so i wouldn't know what to expect i make tea for myself at home and okay. what i do is and by the way, we talked about Douglas Adams the other week. Douglas Adams had a, has a great article, um, oh, yeah. a, a great piece that you wrote in The Salmon of Doubt about how to make a proper cup of tea. You should great. read that. Um, and he talks about the same thing. Is that part of the, one, of the, one of the tips that he believes in is that the only way to make tea properly, one thing you've got to do is the water has to be boiling. 
when it goes into well, the cup, black when, when it makes content with the yes, which is what I'm talking about. Right. Which is when he makes that, when you talk about English tea, we're talking about black tea. Right. Um, it goes into the into the cup. So when in a restaurant they bring you a, a, a selection of tea bags and a pot of hot water, that is bullshit. Yeah, because it's not boiling; it's yeah. gone off the boil by that point. So that's nonsense, and we re- we reject that. As do you as take the bo- the not quite boiling water and throw it at the at the waitress or waiter? Yes, teach them an important yes, lesson. Yes, like like Mugatu. What is this? Right, <laughs> oh. exactly. <laughs> I need to watch that again. Um, it's been a long time. So what I do, I just make tea at home because again, if you want proper English tea, you can't really get that unless you go to like an actual tea shop. We have a couple of those in San Francisco, like fancy tea shops. Um, but I, you know, so what I would do if you want to make like what you, what would be considered a cup of authentic, regular English tea, what we call a cup of char, in England. Okay. Is uh, go to a specialty market like a Cost Plus, one of these places where they have foods from around the world. Get a box of PG Tips tea bags. That's what people in England drink. Either that or Tetley's or what. But PG Tips is like the the brand. So like most. Twinings and all the fuck all Bigelow. That. That's all. Those are just bullshit American. It's brands. all complete bollocks. People in England drink PG Tips or Tetley's. And what you do is you Does get a box. Does the queen drink PG tips or Tetley's? I don't know what she drinks. Okay. She, uh, that, you that don't inform- know the queen? That You're information both from is not privy uh, to me and regular So, so the queen doesn't folk. say, PG tips is the only tea bag I'll drink? She very well might. Okay. I don't know. I can just tell you what common, common folk like me. The chuds. Yes, the chuds okay. drink. What I do is you get a bag of PG tips. And they, t- they change the design now. They used to be like a flat sachet. Like a perforated paper sachet with yes. the tea inside it. You know when you asked about words that I thought you pronounced differently than you than you do? Yeah. I thought that was pronounced sachet. Good for you. Yeah. Now, so you, every day's a school day. Yeah. So what you do is you drop the tea bag into the mug of tea, into, into an empty mug. Like everyone, I guess, says it's slightly different. This is how I was taught to do it. Drop your tea bag in there. And they made them into little pyramids now. The tea bags are more fancier than they used to be. There's some kind of bullshit you get in enhanced flavor extraction. It's a gimmick. <laughs> Throw the tea bag in there. I like my tea nice and milky. I practically drink tea flavored milk. Wow. Put some milk, okay. put some milk in there. So you do this while the water is still hot before well, the tea well, bag no, comes while, out? while the kettle's boiling. Hmm. Oh, so you pour the hot water on top of the milk. This is to keep the milk. People from... people do it differently. This is how I. Some people like to put the milk in last. This is how I, you can do it. See, that my way. grandmother pours the milk in after the tea bag. Okay, so I I, 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 I used I, to drink tea with uh, condensed milk. I go back and milk. gross. I go back and forward. It's um, good. Get your mug. You throw your, toss your tea bag in there. You don't drink it out of a teacup? No, out of a mug. Okay. I mean, fa- again, if you want to have high-class twanky times, you can get a nice china cup and a saucer. Right, pinkies out. Yeah, we do pinky out. But I just drink it out of a mug. Say okay. a coffee mug, tea mug, it's all the same to me. And does the amount of water that you add matter? Because, you know, I when I make coffee, I very precisely measure the amount of coffee in the water to make sure the ratio is good. You just fill up the mug with water. Yes, when you when you see those bricklayers and, and build and guys on English building sites, they're there with their finely calibrated scale, making sure that the exact <laughs> right on. amount of water Hold is on. going in. So it, this is funny to me that, like, the guys that are that are doing, like, heavy construction work in England are opening up their thermoses full of full of tea. Because, like, like I said, it's if like, you did that here in a construction Structure site, yeah. I think you'd probably get beaten. But again, because tea <laughs> get his ass because, because tea is to English people <laughs> yeah. as coffee is to yeah, Americans. Like the, fa- the tea hidden under the, the Right. The Sounds like somebody has a case of the moon days. Tea is just tea just flows like running water in England the way the way it is coffee is here. It's not a fancy thing. Okay. Um got it. So you throw your tea bag into your mug, you apply you apply your water from the kettle as right as it is boiled, so it's still boiling coming out of the cup, so it's super hot. Yeah. And then you put your sugar in. Couple of you know, a couple of spoonfuls of sugar. If you like sugar, I like a lot of sugar. Okay. And uh, well, I don't not anymore. I have the sugar right. bullshit substitute, but back in the day, 
and then some milk until it's as milky as you want it to be. Give it a stir. Fish out the tea bag. We don't have those. And here's another one. If, if your tea bag has one of those little strings on it with a little paper thing on it for like to pull it out, bullshit. <laughs> what, really? Were you supposed to stick your finger in the boiling hot water? No, you're supposed to fish it out with a spoon. Well, why? Oh. That's how real men do Heathens. it. Do you That's how English men do, do it. Do you squeeze the tea bag against the side of the cup? I do. I do. I press extra... it against the side to, to squeeze okay. out any last little yeah. tea aroma. That's, that's uh, the best and then, part. And then yeah. toss the tea bag away. Okay. You put don't it use the, it a second time? Put it in the compost. No. You can. No, you can. No. You can. Yeah, why not? Just let it steep longer. You can. There's plenty of tea left in there. You, yeah. can get a good, you can get a second cup out of it. Especially if you squeeze the bag. If you're on a budget, you don't throw your tea bags away. Yeah. Well, I mean, my grandmother always tells about when World War II when they'd last make a tea bag last like four, three weeks. Or oh, something. for sure, I mean, wow, it's pretty weak, right. pretty weak tea by that point. Right. Well, you just you pick them up out of the out of the anyway. Never mind. Um, and then you dr- and then you wait for the tea to cool down enough that because again it's going to be practically boiling. You got to wait for a bit and then you drink it. Then you drink the tea. Or of course, you can make a pot. Throw a couple of tea bags into a pot. Yeah. Warm the pot first. Course. Pour hot water into the pot first. This is a, this is important with coffee making too. Right. Always warm the vessel. That You've the got hot to heat the pot. Go so you into. heat the pot. And then you pour the tea in. Don't leave the tea in the, for too long, otherwise it'll stew. Yeah. Stewed tea does Bitter. not taste good. Bad. Uh, and then drink the tea, and that's it. So my, my number two, my, my two tips are, go read The Salmon of Doubt uh, by Douglas Adams. Read the article that he wrote about that, how, that how, to make a proper, how to on, make a proper English cup of tea. It's on his website. Or, or find it on his website. And uh, go buy a box of PG Tips and enjoy what is actually proper English tea. And you can get PG Tips at things like Pier 1 Imports. And, yeah, any uh, of those places. Like, again, Cost Plus World Market, like Molly that. Stones, any of those places where they have like the fancy yeah, ethnic not food Pier on. One. I, think I, meant, I think I meant actually. I think you meant Cost, World, World, market. World, World, World Market. Cost Plus, uh, um, Molly Stones, any kind of market that has like the, the aisle with the fancy stuff in it. The other thing on the, on the gadget front, and this, this does count as a gadget uh, following our definition, are like the tea balls. So if you want to get loose tea, if you want to get real fancy and get loose tea and try your oolong or your or your green tea or oh, your like the wire mesh like thing that. that kind of folds yeah, over. You get a little little wire mesh thing. It looks like a sieve with two sides. Yeah. And you put some loose tea in there and then seal it. Seal it up, drop that sink in. Sink that thing into your cup and you can you can try whatever. Yeah. Um, but make sure you look up on the internet and get the temperatures right for the different Lo- teas. Loose tea is very popular still in England, even in the age of tea bags. Like people, like old ladies and stuff, and people that take their tea seriously still will use loose tea. Yeah. And in fact, there's a whole superstition around reading tea leaves. You, yeah, you it, swirl the cup. Yeah, you swirl the, the cups. Yeah, the, the whatever saucer. the pattern is left, kind of a Rorschach blob in the in the uh, oh, in the cup. Like and you can read down. them and tell someone's future. Dick, 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 dick. Um. <laughs> Way to elevate the conversation. That's what I do. I think uh, that's probably. Hold on, hold on. We're oh not done god. with this. Oh, oh my norm, god. Norm cannot we, wait. We, to go. We oh. Norm, you haven't even done fake outtakes your yet. Your culture is a no, famous I, tea I want to be done with the tea conversation because it's the most your, your, boring conversation. Your culture is also known for tea. Yeah, I drink chrysanthemum tea and monkey pick tea, and I have a. Uh, I drink it with condensed and milk. Green sometimes. or or oolong? Because they're both kind Chrys- of. Chrysanthemum. C H R Y S A N T H U M U M. But is there tea leaves in there? Is that just herbal tea? It, there are tea leaves. Are you sure? Yes, there are tea leaves. Positive. Yes. Okay. Yes. And how do you prepare tea? Hey, mom, can you make me some tea? Really? So like, you oh, drive over to the your best parents' tea. house and then your mom it's makes the only tea? only time I really drink tea. <laughs> Lessons learned on the Tested Podcast. Uh, that'll do it for us today. As always, thank you, Gary uh, and Norm, for uh, sitting in this small room. It's much less sweaty than normal lately. It's not that hot. It's, yeah. The temperature is quite, it's quite yeah, clement it's, in it's, here. It's, 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 uh, is that the opposite of inclement? Yes. Is that really a word? I've never heard anybody say that before either. Yes, there was clement and then there was inclement. I, no, I understand. When there's, yes. I assume that clement fall out, fell out of use thousands of years ago. And, well, it's and, not commonly used, but it's still a real word. Okay, just, just, just making sure. Uh, we'll be back, as always, next Thursday. Check us out. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm Will Smith. Norman Chan is N. Chan. Gary Witta is Gary Witta. Uh, Gary, you have a project to plug. 
Do I? You want to do it now? Let's let's plug projects. We never we never have a plug section. Let's go around and do a do a quick uh, plug project. Uh, Norm and I plug. work on a site called Tested.com. We're also You're, building Lego, and we're building Lego for fun. You should plug Bricked profit. for subscribers. Yeah, Bricked. Right. It's out there right now for subs. Uh, Norm and I. It sounds really boring, but people quite like it. We sit in a small room and build Lego for thirty minutes a day, and then we weigh and and heckle each other. Basically, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's, if it's, there's uh, if there's one reason to subscribe to Tested, it's it's that. I was describing. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Well, no, there are many, but that that <laughs> it's chief among them. I was describing the Lego thing to somebody last night, and and I I was like, it's actually quite therapeutic. I I, that's why I've been saying all, I've been saying that all along. But yeah, it's super therapeutic. You just sit down, you focus on something really specific it's for thirty. It's minutes. totally engaging. It's not it's, therapeutic when someone's heckling you the entire time. Well, no, the way you're doing it is asshole. a sick, perverse version of it. Yeah, I did a Lego. Um, live stream of my own. I saw did that. You, did you see any of I, that? I didn't watch it. I built a TIE fighter on mm. Justin TV. Uh-huh. We had about 200 people, 250 people nice. tuned in and it was, it was fun. I, I think I'm going to do another one. You built that TIE fighter. I was a little disappointed in that kid. It was a little bit easy. Let's, well, let's, it's, let's it's, talk about this. It's not so much that it's easy. It's just so repetitive. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of doing the same, repeating the same steps, but the, fi- the finished model is great. Yeah. Very impressive model. So, uh, so you have some news, Gary. Oh, the Walking Dead? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this just this is kind of cool. I mean, I don't have much to plug yet because the game's not out yet and won't be for a little while. But um, it just got announced uh, yesterday as part of a big announcement that Telltale made about The Walking Dead. You know, they, they, it's been known for a while that Telltale are making uh, a video game based on the comics, and um, they just finally, you know, after working in secrecy for some time, announced a whole bunch of stuff, uh, screenshots and information about the game, and the first of a. A uh, little YouTube uh, web TV series, kind of you know how like they have the Talking Dead on after yeah. the TV show. So they have a series called Playing Dead, where the developers come on every week and sit on a couch and are interviewed and talk about what you can expect from the game and, and what their intentions are and how they're going to how it differs from the comics and the TV show and stuff like that. And um, so part of what got announced is that I'm working with them as the story consultant on the game across the five episode story, cool. help them figure out the story and where we want to go with it and what cool stuff we want to have happen. And I'm also writing one of the five episodes, Cool. Um, which will, you know, I think I don't know exactly what the release date is, but at some point in the spring, it's five episodes. First episode will come out PC, Xbox 360 and PlayStation Network. And this and, is uh, this is based on the comic, not the TV show. Right? Yeah, so the, the TV show is a separate thing, and and this this is based more in the comic universe because uh, you know the TV show is kind of go on, is to some extent kind of doing its own thing. Yeah, um, and the game even, to an even greater extent does that as well. Like it's set in the same universe, but like there's no Rick Grimes. It's not it's not just retelling the story we've already seen. It's a new set of characters. Oh, in the same universe. Will they cross and, paths? Yes, like in so. In the first episode, you will meet and have fun with Glenn. Oh, he, cool. he hangs out with you a little before he goes off and hooks up with Rick and his crew later on in the comics. Okay. So there's some overlap. So you hear that Herschel's farm and- is, is is one of the locations that comes up later in the game as well. So there's there's the sense that you're all in that Rick that you know as Rick is doing his stuff in the comics, you're off doing this other stuff that we're now talking about in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Um, and uh, it's we got to do some really gruesome, gross stuff. Okay. Uh, we're, we're still working on it right now. The first episode is pretty close to being done. It's not something I want to play while I'm eating dinner. No, we came up we came up with some real like, like my closer than the TV show. We talk about this on playing because I'm on episode two of Playing Dead, which comes out next week. And th- those are the guys, the Idle Thumbs guys, aren't they? Some of them are. Okay. Yeah, Sean Vanneman and uh, yeah, a couple yeah. of the other guys that, that we now work at Telltale. Love Idle Thumbs, good stuff. Yeah, good one of the, and it's coming back apparently. I'm excited about that. Um, 
Anyway, so I'm on episode two. I'll plug it next week, I'm sure. I'm on episode two next week. We're talking about... We had two main intentions. One was that we would hope that Robert Kirkman and also like the people that work with him on the TV show would look at it and go, oh, we should have thought of that. Like, yeah. Trying to come up with good stuff for yeah, the characters. trying to one-up them. And also to have them go, oh, my God, that is disgusting. Because we came up with some really... like In terms of like the zombie grossness, there's some really, really harsh stuff. Well, so, and since it's a video game, you can kind of go much further than they're going to go on the TV show. Yeah, and it's, and, and it's fun as well because, you know, the great thing about those kind of scenarios is it's all about putting characters in really agonizing situations and forcing them to make really hard there's no there's no good choice it's like well do you want to make this shitty choice or that shitty choice and like forcing players to make those kind of decisions is a lot of fun cool yeah well, i can't wait to play it uh, so we'll have more updates as we as we go but i think like around april or so you might be seeing the first episode perhaps right? around the end of the of the tv series this current run of the tv series uh i think that might be right yeah so jump, jump right out of the tv show and into the game <laughs> what an astounding and uh hopefully by that point we'll be seeing uh octobercast or whatever the the spring version uh, of we're calling it octobercast uh, i think that's kind of dumb take it offline I, of course it's dumb Le- lego cast 24-hour uh, Lego build. I'm sure that Lego will take take will, will take some part in the next uh, Octobercast. So that'll do it for us this week. Uh, thanks to Kemang Paul from the forums for this week's very special tested show oh, no. outcast. Out, outro music. Out play, outcast? Playing out music. The song that we play at the end of the show. Hi there, I didn't see you. Tested. It's little mini fig asses. That's a good one, and that's from Bricked, right? Yeah, there's, there's the Bricked. Bricked is a wealth of content for uh, for the outro music because we say a lot of dumb stuff when we're in that room for it. Because the thing that maybe people don't know, I guess they probably do because we've said it, but we usually record two or three of them at a time just because it takes a while to set up all the equipment. Mm-hmm. Get like two producers, Thomas and somebody else are usually back there. Sometimes it's Vinny, sometimes it's Drew, uh, and, and it's a it's a big undertaking. For a relatively small office, so so we like to gang shoot them so that we don't you know get don't, don't waste too many people's times in small chunks. It's better to waste people's times in big chunks. Speaking of bricked, yeah, I bought some more Lego last night. Might be time. Might might might. I don't want to say anything, <laughs> but it might be time that we have a talk, Gary. You you might have to take a step back for a little while. I'm starting to starting to think about it. So However, because those the kids aren't going to eat Lego. I feel fairly confident in saying that it's never going to come down to a choice between buying Lego and feeding my child. <laughs> okay, that's if good. I felt, if I felt like it had to be one or the other. A Lego child. The kid, the kid would at least eat something. <laughs> something. That's the kid's true. not going to starve. <laughs> not going to be the best deli May meats. not be eating the finest foods. Yeah. Yeah. Because le- Lego ain't free. Right, that's true. But, it, you know, it's not going to starve. Puree some bologna and jam it into the bottle. That's yeah, what I say. Yeah, got a Costco. You can get that stuff. Oh, get with that, uh, what are those, uh, the baby food maker thing. Yeah. I saw that video of the Veronica showed us. Um, oh, what's it called? That terrible video with the lasers. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, the lady who made the other party. Oh, yeah. Baby that, food that making demonic, is a real that thing. demonic baby food. Yeah. Baby bullet. The baby, baby bullet. Baby bullet. Oh, well, the baby bullet. The, the baby bullet stuff. Like, that's real. Like, the baby food making, a lot of people just make turn, take their normal yeah. dinner. Yeah, again, people want to feed their kids yeah. natural shit. And a good way to do that is to actually use just whole ingredients yeah. and make it themselves. Yeah, Tupperware. Lots of Tupperware. Absolutely. And that starts with, you know, how breast milk is better than formula, yeah. right? Exactly. There's always, a whole secondary market for breast milk. Yeah, and it's evil. Nestle is a company that is uh, always in a lot of trouble for that, for like marketing formula yeah, to uh, hey, mo- mothers better. in the developing world. And it ain't because it never no, is. No. 
Uh, so, so nice well, deflection so away from your Lego. Problem, I have. Gary, it's time to like that pile that you posted. We've stopped piling quite a lot of Lego. Is shameful. Now I should point out that a lot of that is stuff that I bought for Leah, That's, and that Leah has bought herself. That makes it better. Um, but you know, but the, the point being, there is absolutely no need for Lego right now. It might be time. To I go have cool I have enough to last me through the rest of the year, yeah. and I'm going I'm, I'm to have other stuff to do this year as well. Um, but. Here's the thing. I am now, st- as sick as it may be, I am now starting. Let, let me ask you this, Will. Yeah. If I said to you, Will. Are you, are you going to give me that insane if I would, Lego as investment if I would, argument again? If I were to say to you, Will. Yeah, it if is. I, if I were to say to you, Will. Yeah. Will. Yes. I have, I, I have, I can invite you into a stock market, which unlike the Dow Jones, unlike the NASDAQ, unlike the Financial Times share index, unlike any of these things, unlike the Nikkei, this stock market will never go down. Your investment is guaranteed. You know how they say on these TV commercials, investments may go down as well as up? These ones don't. I am guaranteeing you that any money you invest can only, only appreciate in value. Do you remember? What would, you, would, would you want to give me your money or not? And it's a solid, rock have, solid guarantee. Have you ever heard, do you, do you remember what happened a few years ago when a guy went around and he said, look, I can give you eight times the return of the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the NASDAQ together. Right. And he got a whole bunch of money from a whole bunch of people. And what ended up happening with that? Do you remember what his name was, Gary? Yes, his name was Bernie Madoff. Yeah. And this is not Madoff. that. This is not that. It's so great because he made off with all their money. Yeah. Um, so, you you got to think about that when you're investing with people. Yeah, you got to worry about that. If, you're, if your name is like Bernie Swindle or something, yeah. you probably are not going give to give that guy your money. I'm Will Swindlepants. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> Copy there's no such thing as a sure thing. But All there is because your... it's, it's scientifically, historically proven. Look at any single Lego set that is now out of production, any of yep. them, any single one. Look at the retail price when it, when it was bought and look at the aftermarket price now. It is a multiple factor above There's what it was There's two things. Cost. There's two problems with this theory. One is that you actually have to put them on eBay and then actually send them to people when they've sent you money for oh, them. Oh, no, there might be some work. small effort involved in making all this money. Also, part Oh, okay, so let, me get, so, let me just check your needs again, Mr. Financial Services Client. <laughs> what you want is a financial opportunity where you are guaranteed to make shitloads of money and you have to do absolutely fuck all to get it. Right, <laughs> let, let me work. Let, am I, I'll get am right I to work on Keener that. Am I Catherine or Michael Scott in this conversation? You're Michael Scott. Here's here's first off, you're never gonna post. You're never even gonna. Have you ever sold anything on eBay to date? What you basically just want is a money replicator. I'm, I'm asking you a simple replicator. question. Ten million dollars US. This, oh, even that. Oh, but then you got to talk to it. Oh, fuck. What? So much normal, if you scooch, take your microphone, scooch over, and block the door because this is an intervention. We're gonna we're <laughs> keeping you in here. Until we get to a point I'm, that you let loose of this insane theory, pretty soon you're going to start buying st- multiple sets I'm still for wait- investment. I'm purposes. still waiting for you to get past all this blather and tell me why the investment plan that I've outlined is not is is invalid. All it takes to not do you know what the price of the Ultimate Collector's Edition Millennium Falcon is going to be when when Lego re-releases the Ultimate Collector's Edition? That is why Millennium you sell Falcon? it now when it's at the high price. Of course, you don't wait for it to go down again. Lego is becoming and even more if it, popular, and even if, it does, and even if it does go down, and it, and also when they reissue it, it won't be the same set. It'll be a different designs and that one past, will always be never unique. done that but who knows in the future holy crap they can do snow speeder is 1500 pounds thank you norm that thing looks like it only weighs like 32 ounces i bought leah the green the little they have a street right these modular buildings i bought yeah. leah a green grocer uh-huh. it's 150 dollars retail yeah i bought that a year ago you can't buy it anymore do you know the choosing you can get that for now in the aftermarket 530 dollars okay what i can almost triple my i can over more than triple my investment 
in, in the less in the less than now, a here, year. Here's the question. And this only ever this only ever happens. Here's the question: These Is the resale value just as high if you open the Lego, build it, and then put it back in the box, disassemble, and put it back in the box? It's worth. It's obviously like anything. It's worth more if it's sealed. If it's in the box, yes. So, Lego, but it's like, so tempting. Here's the thing. For example, I bought so Will bought that uh, blockade runner, the Tanti Four, the other the other day, yes. right? I went on. I went online. I was like, oh, I, can't, I don't need it, but I kind of want it. I bought it, and the reason why I bought it was here's the thing. I put it at the back of the pile. Maybe I get to it and build it, and I get my hundred and fifty dollars worth. Maybe I don't, and by the time I would even get to it, because I've got the other the other Lego stock piled up, it goes out of production. Prices skyrocket. Maybe I sell it. And make a nice profit. Either these, way, these it's prices, all good. These prices are for factory sealed, not assembled and put together again and put back in the box. Right. What? No, but there are there are two. There are two sets of prices. There are the ones you'll you'll, you'll go on there and there's a different set. Some have been some are I guess what they would call rebuilds, where they've been built, put together. They've all been put back in the bags. The manuals are there, but the box is either been thrown away or is or is uh, open. Are and then there are the actually, one, and then there are ones that are in factory factory mint condition have never been opened. Obviously, so, those ones are worth more. So, are people actually selling these, or is this just listings of what they would sell them for? Because, like, the Death Star Two was four hundred and eighty dollars when I bought the Death Star playset. You know, the model of the of the Jedi Return of the Jedi, the cool one. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the one, one that's not finished. Yeah, yes. the the one that's not finished and is not like something you could it's open not a up. Playset. And, it's, it's not a playset. It's not a playset. It's a model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was four hundred eighty bucks when I bought. I could have bought it on Amazon new from a seller for four hundred eighty dollars. Okay, and that, I, I guarantee you that, that is already more than the MSRP. Well, the MSRP was four hundred bucks. Right now, it is going for five hundred twenty-five dollars. Five hundred dollars. Okay, new. Uh, in box. Which, which direction that is that price going? It's up. Okay. I, I just thank I'm, you. I, just, I, just, I wasn't sure. I don't. I, for I, a second, there, I wasn't sure if five hundred twenty-five dollars was I more think than five hundred. This is the case. What you should do is go to Amazon right now and rent – well, first off, you should rent a storage room because you don't want to put all this shit in your house. No, I'm not going to be one of those guys that like buys tons of shit you know, just so I can sell it. Uh-huh. I'm saying I'm buying it. Yeah. Maybe I'll build it. Yeah. Maybe I won't. I've got an, it's, not, it's not like I'm going to buy it and like, oh, I wasted that money. I can, at, the, at the very least, I get my, my $150 so worth of fun out of so it. So what you're saying – And at best, <laughs> maybe I make a nice profit what, and buy something else that's even nicer. What you're saying is that you've, you've transmorphed the fun of Lego from building the Lego to buying the Lego. I'm basically – what I'm telling you is I have discovered a hobby that I am paid to have. This hobby not only pays for itself, it pays for me to do it. I'm, I'm, I want to read a quote of something you said to me last night, yesterday evening. Uh, I'm going to your Twitter page. Wait, hold I'm, on. That is inadmissible. I'm going to the tweets. <laughs> that was not presented I'm, in evidence in I'm pretrial. Going that to was the not tweets. in discovery. I'll allow it. Uh, Objection. Thank you, Norm. Norm. Who made him the judge? Uh, oh, I, I guess he's Asian. That's then. fair enough. Oh. They always have to have an, like, an wow. ethnic. Wow. <laughs> they, they always have an ethnic judge in these in these TV shows. Have you noticed that? Um, well, it's, it's all because of uh, what's the name about. from the OJ Simpson trial. Yeah, judge. Uh, yeah, so you are Judge oh. Ito. Okay. That's the, why is he just because he's Asian doesn't mean he <laughs> he brought it up. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Here, I still object. I'm this should not be. The jury will disregard this. This was uh, 16 hours ago. He says. Gary Witta, at Gary Witta on Twitter says, At Will Smith, at the very least, I can hold onto these and flip them for a tidy profit when they go out of print. Will you use the acronym? Out of production. Print. OOP. Yes, yeah. OOP. That's right. Exclamation point asterisk. New line. Asterisk? What's that? Asterisk. This will asterisk. never happen. What's an asterisk? An asterisk. You know, the, the little thing. It's like a plus with an X through it. Do you asterisk? mean an asterisk? asterisk? Whatever. Asterisk. 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 Do I say this wrong, too? Asterisk. 
Asterisk? Asterisk. Isn't that like a French cartoon a- character? There's an S yeah, the end. Is, yeah. No, that's asterisk. asterisk. Okay, anyway. Asterisk is something new that you've just made up. Norm, uh, can you deflect the candidate from uh, Oh, no, I'm going to get mileage out of this one. <laughs> this, this was all worth it. We got asterisk out of it, if this, nothing else. This was all worth it. This, Go ahead, lay it on me. I'll take it all. This will I never still happen. So were you saying that they will never wait, go sorry, out of print? Wait, sorry, I missed that. What happened after the asterisk? You said... <laughs> you said... I can leave, I can hold on to these and flip them for a tidy profit when they go out of print. Exclamation point. Asterisk. 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 I-S-K at the end. Like risk. So, there's no X? No, it's K. Oh, man. I had no idea. I, it's funny. I don't there know. There is X in the front. I don't know how to spell the little upside down V above the six either. Do you? What above is that? Six? What? There's a six. Above the, the, above the, the six, the there's arrow. an upside down V. Oh, that, I, just like, call, I just call that an up arrow. Right. I don't know what that I'm is. I'm sure there's a name for that. I didn't even know that was a thing. What's that for? It's for... It's, for, uh, it's a carrot. Yeah. No, carrot's the other one. Carrot goes the other I way. I don't think I ever used that. What would you... What would, I think what, it's a carrot. What would one use that for? Uh, you use it to powers, indicate... Powers, uh, power, powers. Like uh, exponential, uh, exponential power. Yeah. It's math. Oh. Uh. Maths. Also Sorry. cute oh, eyes. If you can't put the number also up in the cat corner. Eyes. So when you said this will <laughs> never happen last night, yes, also cat eyes. Thank you, Norm. <laughs> when you said this will never happen last night, were you implying that you were going to purchase these kits and have your fun purchasing them using the rationalization that you are going to sell them in the future for a tidy profit, but you will actually never sell them or that they will never what, go out of print? What, I'm, what I'm saying is this, that and – I, and, I, and I stand behind everything I wrote in that tweet. Yes, it is highly unlikely – that I will actually resell this stuff. I'm going to build it because that's yeah. – I'd rather have fun. There's I'm not fun. really in this to make money. What it means is, though, is that I can buy these this stuff feeling secure that I'm not wasting my money. Because let's say six months or a year from now I get bored with Lego. And I'm like, Why don't I buy all this stuff? I can just sell it and actually make a lot of money. I didn't waste that money. I have to give it away. I can actually make a profit selling it back to someone in else. Theory. So what you're saying but is you're rationalizing this. But there's no th- – the, the theory is based on the market, which is there. I think step one is acceptance, Gary. You need to accept that you have a problem. Acceptance is the last step. Oh yeah, okay. Well, I, you know, whatever. You need. I think to we're in. Ba- I think we're in bargaining right now. Is that what's happening? Or denial? I'm not sure which one this well, is. Well, you're definitely in denial. But bargaining is. We're maybe making the transition to bargaining. It might be time. We might have to talk to Leah about taking away your VIP card. I. It's her card, so we might have to talk to Leah about taking away her just for safekeeping for now. And we'll trade it each each day that you go without buying some Lego stuff. We'll give you a block with one it's not more. Like I'm with doing, one more it's not like I'm doing it. crack or in a, in a Fight Club. This is a perfectly at healthy, least, normal at hobby. At least in a Fight Club, you'd be getting exercise. That's true. I'd also be getting the shit beat out of me and possibly having a split personality. Uh, only one guy in the Fight Club that has split personality. You're not going to found a Fight Club. You just want to participate. I don't right? think any of those guys really went on to like a happy ending, did they? Uh, meatloaf. No, not even close. Everyone remembered his name, though. Yeah, they remembered his name. Yeah, I, no one forgets Robert that, Paulson. Well, it wasn't a very affectionate name. Well, fair enough. Anyway, so that's it. That's, might be time to my take a point. step back. I'll, ha- I'll be happy to have the conversation with you after the new Star Wars sets come out. Yeah, we'll give you a, we'll give you chits made of Lego. Once I've built that Ultimate Collector's B wing, one month. So one uh, four by four. In terms of actual Lego play. news, Toy Fair is going on this week, and Lego did make a bunch of announcements. Yes, they did for sets. In addition to the ten-year uh, renewal of the Star Wars license. Yep. So in terms of the architectural series, they're doing the Sydney Opera House, it's be very small, the Big Ben, Big Ben, and there's this gate that Korean looks, gate. Yeah, yeah, it looks really I good. Remember, I can't remember the name. Of um, it. 
The architecture sets don't look great. I was hoping for something a little bigger. Yeah, they're small. They're the, of the smallest. They're on the smaller yeah. ones that aren't that brilliant yes. to build. Um, and then the, uh, the Jabba's Palace they showed. Yeah, which I uh, think is very overpriced for the number of pieces. Yeah, plus there's no uh, pit. There's no Rancor pit. It's not, hey, well, but there is a separate – well, there's, there's a Sarlacc pit as a separate set. Can we talk do. about oh, okay. the, the Kenner playset, the Kenner Jabba playset? Because you showed me the box for that. And yeah, did you have that as well? I had that same thing. I loved that when I was a kid. Well, and I got a lot of those toys before I actually saw the movie, so I didn't know what the context was, so I made up my own stories to go oh, in there. Oh, okay. And – Lots of those stories were informed by the picture on the front of the box. Right. Because that was the only context I had. Right. So the picture on the front of the box shows Jabba with a water bong and his little, uh, uh, um, I can't remember, salacious crumb. Yes. And Bib Fortuna. And Bib Fortuna. But not Bib Fortuna. And a, and a Gamorrean guard. Gamorrean guard. And uh, I think Squidface. You didn't get any of those characters. No, you only, you only got, got Jabba and, and Salacious the, Crumb. And, yeah. Uh, and and but the weird thing about this toy is if you think about it, it is a toy that featured a water pipe, presumably for some sort of super illicit Hutties drug, a slave pet. Well, it could be just like a regular hookah. There's nothing illegal about a hookah. Come on, depends what, Jabba, depends what you put in it. Do you think Jabba the Hutt's smoking tobacco? No, he's oh, a fucking gangster. Some regular Star Wars. He's getting spice. jacked up on 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 some sort of yeah, some scuba or something scuba. Um. So slave pet, slave pet, and then they have there's some there's a bondage element because they had the slave Leia collar on Luke. Now the interesting thing about this is that they didn't put the slave Leia action figure, which was an action figure you could buy, yeah. in the collar, yeah. because apparently that was too racy for the toy. They deliberately box. diverted from the narrative and put Luke in Leia's right, slave collar because they didn't want any kind of I guess bond, sexual bondage element to it. Yeah, yeah, but but they have the drug thing and the giant hedonistic worm and the Jedi in a in a in bondage. That's okay. But you put the naked lady there, mostly naked lady there. And I can, all I can see. You put a woman in a dog collar on the end of a chain and as a, as a toy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they probably it's saved, a fucked up toy either but way. But they probably saved themselves some grief. I don't know. I don't think they had the internet then. So people couldn't really effectively get outraged as much. Yeah. Like the parents' television council. I just – I just, I n- never occurred to me as a child. I look at it and I'm like, really? My parents bought this for me? Hey, I wanted that not, set, not, I wanted that set so badly when I was a yeah. kid. I saved that for that for weeks. I was so pissed that, that the, the trap door – the trap door in that was so powerfully not cool compared to what you were expecting. Well, the trap door – I mean it's bogus. They put the trap door like under Jabba. Yeah. And, and you but, could open up the doors and put a figure under there. But that's but not the same the as the Rancor way. pit. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't cool. Yeah, it was a bad toy. That and the Ewok village. The Return of the Jedi toys. But, but the slug, the Jabba, Jabba figure was good. I played the, oh, that He was lot. good, yeah. yeah. He, he, he featured prominently. I wanted the Rancor as well, but I never got that. And I think that. you could twist the head and the tail waggled too, right? Yes, that yes. The tail did? was a separate piece underneath, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I got the I, I had the rank I had a lot of Jabba stuff and I had the Ewok Village. I didn't have the Imperial Shuttle. I, I mean, I think I might have the Adat. I think I might have had the Ewok Village. The Ewok Village. My parents bought the Ewok Village instead of the Adat because they thought that I'd like the Ewok Village more. Nothing is better than Adat. I know. They didn't under, parents just don't understand. So you haven't started on your blockade runner yet. I'm starting, I, I haven't had time. I, I, Are I you and Gina going to do it together? It's a pretty um, big build, like 1,500 pieces, right? It's possible that I ordered an X-Wing yesterday to arrive in time for this weekend. Oh, and I've got the problem. I have ordered three Lego pieces to date. Kits. Kits. Yes, and this is the thin end of the wedge. This is where I was three months ago. This is the thin <laughs> oh, end of the this, wedge, this my is worth friend. Displaying. That, that's something I'll put display. Well, Gina, no. Gina cleared off a shelf in the office for built Lego. Ah, so, so she's coming around. It's not. It's not a good thing. Now, this did is... you buy? So did you buy the X-wing for her to do so you could have the blockade runner all to yourself? 
Who, who, who's to say? We'll find out. Who, who can tell? It's possible that she's just finding about, out about this right now. I think it's funny whenever I post about Lego now on Facebook and someone says like, oh, what are you going to do when your kid wants to play with your Legos? I'm like, you got to be fuck fucking, him. fucking kidding me. hazard, right? Right. Yes. Well, when Leah was describing how that door was going to be barricaded so that the child – I just see a picture – like the, the the thing that happened at the Lego store with the kid pawing the glass in front of the Superstar Destroyer. That's what it's going to be like. It's going to be like at your house. The Lego archive at my house is going to have fucking retinal scans and like hand scanning prints and shit and voice like voice acting. Paul Bettany's going to say. Year, guys, parents of the year. I'm going to have Paul Bettany come in and do the voice and say, this room is off limits. <laughs> no children allowed. Yes. You must be this tall to enter this room. Yeah, it's going to be like Tony Stark's lab down there. My, my Lego lab. Jarvis? Yes, Jarvis. Jar- Jarvis, bring me a kit. Yeah. 500 pieces. That's right. Um, <laughs> and a robot arm can bring yeah. it down. And then, and then the robot arm just assembles it so that you don't have yeah, to just does the Lego. It just does the Lego for me. Step one, Jarvis. Step two, Jarvis. One hand kind and of turns the robot. And then you yell at the robot, robot turning the he pages makes on the mistake. Manual. Yell at the robot because he, he puts the stud in the wrong place. And Well, now that they're doing adventure, adventure kits, I actually would love a Tony Stark lab oh, playset. That yeah. would be great. With all the, the Hall of Armor and yeah. the Hall of Armor would be great. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll do that. Yeah, they got to do that. Shit. Gina's there's there's a. Oh, is Gina listening to the a, live show? A, apparently, Gina's watching the live show. What's she saying? Um, she says X-wing. She's tired of Star Wars kits. She doesn't understand what a deep connection oh. Star Wars has to my childhood and how this is a way for me to reach back to to my yeah. youth. Yeah, um, you, should, you guys should do the space shuttle. The, uh, the, the space shuttle is great. I think. The, I think. I think the architecture stuff is where I want to go. Architecture, okay. or maybe is great those too. creator kits that you can do through. Well, I'm, I, I was going to say, I'm actually moving as much as I love Star Wars. I'm actually moving back towards like I just like the like the seaside house that they mm-hmm. announced at Toy Fair. It just looks great. It's yeah. just a, just a house. It's just you're looking, fancy, you're looking just for classic, anything to get the Jones. You just want classic just, Lego? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to get the space shuttle. I think. Get the get the needle. The expedition. It's a good. Yeah. It's 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 fun. It's, it's a display piece too. Pretty yeah. soon, it actually looks great when it's done. Very iconic. You're gonna have to build just a tower bridge. You, so the, the <gasps> least you can build is a tower now, ta- bridge. Tower to bridge. Anything. Tower bridge. We are working up. That we're doing that last. That though, I think is a perfect one to have like someone like Norm come and help because it's two towers. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to repeat the towers. We could do one each. Oh, that's interesting. Thanks, um, for th- thanks for the invite, Gary. Hey, if you want somebody good to come help, then I'm happy. That could be the reward. I think this, maybe this whoever, whole race. whoever wins Bricked can have that honor. Oh. Well, what we should have done is the tower bridge, one tower each, first no, to win. No, 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 no. Oh. So anyway. what's, wait, wait, what's Gina saying? Oh, Gina says Star, Star Wars, ugh, and then I get to build the X-Wing Wars, then, okay? okay? So she turned around incredibly fast on that. I'm, she, I'm telling around. you, that even though she's saying, like, oh, Star Wars Lego, what she's really saying is... Star Wars oh. Lego, uh, Lego just in general, uh, maybe. Well, so the thing about I'm telling you, once once you snap those, once you get that little that first that first mm. hit, you you just got to keep building. Yeah, something like that. I think we should wrap it up. Anything else you want to hit from Toy Fair, Norm? Uh, nothing much from Toy Fair. I don't. I was going to talk about some movie stuff I saw, but that uh, save another time. Oh, uh, you want to talk about Game of Thrones games? Uh, we didn't talk about this on break. Oh my god! <laughs> I had a tr- I had an incredible. Tr- you would have been so proud of me, Gary. I channeled you. I, I don't know what that what what does that mean? So Game of Thrones is a really long, slow, boring game. Um, the board game. The board game, and basically we were playing, and it, we were it was Viterman and uh, uh, Stapleton and Norm and me and Wes and Gina, uh, which six can it players accommodate that many players. That's the most six you players, can accommodate. Yeah. Okay, but because of the way the game works, there's a fair amount of thinking each turn, so you can't. It's not a fast moving game, so there's a lot of downtime. And after about the first three hours... The game lasted six hours. Vita so when, got, when, when Veronica wanted to bring it over recently, and she said, be warned, it takes a really should, long... She, she wasn't a, kidding. You should not it play this game. Six this is hours. not a game for you. Greg okay. got so tired that he went on my couch. He stopped playing four hours in, went to my couch, and took a nap in the fetal position. 
So about yeah, this is not for me. No, you should not play this game. You would be super pissed. I should uh, stick with Kaplunk or something. Your Dominion is perfect for you. Do I like Dominion. Yeah, everybody likes Dominion. And it's the an Penny awesome Arcade game. game. Yeah, that's a good game too. There's an expansion coming for that real Ooh. soon. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. I gotta call Crypto so and see if we can get an early copy. I want to. I want to review it. Uh, anyway, we uh, we were playing, and I, no, Viderman had gotten tired and, and wussed out. And I started getting pissed off, and I was like, let's just finish this as fast as we can so we can fucking go home, because it was 10 o'clock by this so it was, point. It, 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 it was no longer fun at all at It this was point. no longer fun, and then I saw a way to win. Ooh. And because I had been such an asshole and was so negative about the game, everybody was ignoring me, and Norm and Stapleton were in a death death battle that ultimately killed, knocked both of them out of contention. And Gina was thinking she could take advantage of the Norm Stapleton battle to, you know, come to come come from behind victory. Which houses were you playing, by um, the way? I was playing the. Uh, let's see. Wes was the Starks. You're uh, uh, Baratheon. I was the Baratheons. Baratheons. Sorry, I, I read the books. I didn't watch the TV show. Um, Stapes was the was the pretty people. Lannisters. Lannisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norm was the was the roses. The pretty boy. Okay. Uh, and Gina was, uh, what was Gina? What's left? I don't remember. The, the Greyjoys? No, uh, Viderman was the Greyjoys. Oh, Gina was the, was the guy from the, the East, the other kingdom, the one that comes in in the fifth book, fourth or fifth book. Oh, okay. Uh, Martell's. Martell's. So, uh, basically they were all fighting. Wes and I had kind of fought back and forth, but then realized that there was no reason to fight. Viderman wasn't even playing at all, so like the, the islands were just all isolated up there, and Wes was kind of picking at them a little bit. And I was like, nobody's bothering me. So I kind of quietly kept the, – the goal was to get seven castles, and I kind of you know make little moves here and there until I captured in the final two moves before the end of the game, swept in and got the last two castles and won with a spectacular, spectacular vi- – uh, um, uh, uh, victory. How is this channeling me? Gina likes Star Wars, by the way. She said uh, she likes Will's Star Wars. She just troll like Star Wars was so hard. He was calling everyone an asshole on Twitter, venting about. I saw that. He was venting about the people yeah. that he was in company with on Twitter. Time. Yeah, I, I remember him saying something like, "This game sucks," and then he said, "Oh, this game really only sucks like in, in proportion the to the people, people you're playing, playing with." with. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think it sucks. And a lot of people were saying the reason the game's bad is because you're playing with people who are bad. And so at the end, he's like, "I was lying the whole time. I love this game. I won. I fuck you. You might love this game, but everyone hates you now." Would you rather? We haven't had the Norman Chan school of winning at any cost. A win is a win. Well, we haven't had a we haven't had a would you rather, and this leads me to to a, a quick one for both of you. Okay. Would you rather play a board game like this that is really boring and you kind of hate the experience, but you win, or have a fantastic fun time and love fantastic playing the game but lose? lose? See, I want to know what Will, Norm's answer is. Norm's answer is win. Depends how how everyone else's experience is. Also, I, I would. So I it's would, not just a, so. Ah, so it's not just an outright yeah. win. Yeah. The, the problem with this game is it's not fun a significant portion of the time. If I am miserable and everyone else is fun, but I win at the end, I'll take that. Yeah, see, that's what that's where I ended up. No, yeah, you I was made miserable. everyone. You made everyone miserable. I made. I was miserable. You made everyone miserable. And, and when, and then I you made won. everyone. Why miserable. do I have no difficulty believing this? It's a fun game. Um, the the best part was seeing it open up and then uh, just, like trying to continue being a spectacular asshole long enough to to. Uh, I think where you may have been channeling me, and I don't like this as a part of my character that I need to work on. But if I'm playing like a board game or whatever, and I'm really not enjoying myself, but everyone else is, yeah, I will bitch and moan about it. Yeah. All, and I'll bring everyone else. I down. thought about the time that we played Ticket to Ride. 
Oh, God. And what was that other one? Uh, Power Stone. Thunder, thunder, oh, Thunderstone. Thunderstone. I Fucking that. hell. Oh. Miserable. There's a Facebook version of that now that's quite good. Oh, great. No, 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 it <laughs> a, a game I hate now on a platform I hate. <laughs> Fair enough. But it does all the, it does all the back-end math that's confusing and hard. Okay. You, which is good. All right. Uh, that'll do it for oh. us this week. I think. Good podcast. I don't know. Good. Maybe. Now, d- Why not? Oh, you didn't talk about the, the one last thing. I'm not going to remind you. So that's it. No, what no, let's, let's go well, ahead. Hold on. What, what did we not talk about? Is it something Norm doesn't want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. What is it you don't want to talk about, Norm? I don't remember. Was there a thing? I don't <laughs> recall. Gary doesn't know. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, whatever. All right. Well, uh, Lightning no, 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 Walking no, Dead no, game. Nope. No, no. uh, is it on the list? Nope. It's not. Uh, what we'll did we see. not talk about? I don't, don't me, look dude. at me. You're I don't know. Me. We'll, we'll finish the podcast. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I I control the. I <laughs> oh control the horizontal God. and vertical. Making, we can go forever. No, we can't. You guys can't leave. I've had to use the bathroom for the past hour and a half. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we can get up look and leave any time. You shouldn't have gotten <laughs> the venti. It's looking this much more peeling you now. Continue, you can this, continue the podcast so long. What, what were we not going to talk about? Nothing. Tell me. I just want you to be bugged. God, you got to tell me. I'm serious. I'm not going to finish the show. Oh my god! We just leave. No, no. You can. You're a guest. Get Norm's here forever. We could. Uh We could. It could. October cast starts right now. Twenty four hours. Go. We're already one eighth done. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, Let's do that. Let's just say we did one eighth of it and finish it out. (laughs) We've done it for the year. Gina wants to do the Lego Adat. That was the thing I've been told. Okay. Can you still still get it? Two hundred bucks. Seventy bucks up. You know, you even tweeted Gary. To remind you, but that's it. Uh, oh. Tweeted me to remind him? Yeah, you were supposed to say, I said, hey, we got to remember to talk about this. It's something, some sort of norm shame. <laughs> norm uh, shame? Was it about your house? No. I don't remember this. Oh, this is, this, I don't it's way blo- blowing, blowing it. Blowing this is out boring for the audience. Yeah, yeah it no. is absolutely boring. Well, what, you yeah. know, we'll go. Everybody should go watch Bricked. It's up now. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.